0: attack. How are we Yet again. I like when you catch me off balance. It's, Let's
1: do this, fellas.
0: It's good for my uh, ability to adapt to difficult Shit. situations, to adversity when Skull kind of just randomly cast like you could probably start doing that like we'll just be out in public somewhere in the and
1: middle like, of the night <laughs> we're hey, live, we are Whoa. live. <laughs> gotta wake up yeah. I just uh, need a
0: couple we'll be walking walking in the supermarket and are like and hey, we are live I just
2: need 10 or <laughs> 20 <laughs>
1: profound minutes on the yeah, meaning yeah. of life
0: uh, if, if we're gonna speak about like the origins of tremendous comedy do you remember uh, the Pink Panther movies where Inspector Clouseau pay, paid his, uh, his um, paid his housekeeper to attack him Whenever he came home, <laughs> you know what, what I'm talking right about. Now? The epic fights. Cato, his housekeeper, he would pay him to attack, so that so as to always be on point, so as to always be prepared. He would pay his housekeeper to attack him, or to sneak attack him, or ambush him when he would come home. Wow, is yeah. so that
3: one Adam Sandler movie where yeah. he had the? Uh, I am afraid you are underestimating the sneakiness. Well, it, Mr. Deeds, I think.
0: If that, New age, I didn't I guess. see it. Here's what I'm saying. I didn't. I've never seen that. However, if there is an element to it, then I absolutely guarantee you, because every single comedian, like I would say, from your age, there to yeah. like sixty years old, worship Peter Sellers, the dude who played Inspector Clouseau.
3: I gotta look him up. Yeah,
0: he's one, one of the greats, one of the greats, oh, one yeah. of the all-time, like, all-time uh, genius greats. I wouldn't say like Charlie. Doctor Strangelove. But like one of those
1: physical comedians. Yes.
0: And iconic, and iconic on the iconic. Steve Martin later played, yeah, 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 exactly. I would That's say fun. Clouseau. I would say that Peter Sellers maybe like is the sweet spot in between like Charlie Chapman, Charlie Chaplin, and Ch- uh, Chevy Chase.
1: Yes.
0: That kind of guy. Yes,
1: the, the the timing of Chevy Chase with like the theatrics. Slapstick theatrics. Yeah. theatrics. I mean, too,
0: but, um, How about that? A little a little film history for you there. It's and we'll good. see you guys next week on <laughs> yeah. the cast. And take care. See come on We're now. What kind of out. what kind of meathead fucking podcast are you gonna come across where they're gonna be talking about Peter Sellers thirty seconds in?
3: Let's see.
1: We give our Meathead brethren the content they've been hungry
0: for. We give them more credit. Can exactly you name, Can
3: happens. you name this comedian right here? When I wake up in the morning and I brush my teeth, I'm thinking about should I should I brush with the bristles or should I just just, just jam the handle down the back of my throat, <laughs> try to touch my uvula, just for the risk of it, not that it will help promote dental hygiene.
0: Is that That's Will Farrell, but I don't know <laughs> yeah. where. From what?
1: It sounded like the words of Will Farrell, but the voice
0: of the... <laughs> That was Talladega Nights. Uh, that's uh, in Talladega D- Nights? Yeah. I don't remember that part, but it's Neither amazing. I, it's amazing. Maybe it's like an outtake.
3: And I used a bristle to take to the whole thing. <laughs>
1: New feature this week on the squad cast. Hey. A little interactivity. We're gonna later in the squad cast, in the the second half of the squad cast, answer some questions from the audience. Really? Yes. We have uh, a couple here and we're gonna give away a you know, back in the day, we talked about this. Back in the day, like you'd get like a baseball card. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a tops. 87 or like a Don Russ, yep. So to speak.
0: You remember the the was it 88 Fleer Billy Ripken?
1: Yes, and that's like the most. He's famous. holding
0: a bat. He's holding a bat in the picture, and the on the uh the uh, what's what's the joint at the bottom of the bat? The nub of the bat. What's yeah. it called? I guess you would
3: say the yeah the I don't know the Shit. opposite of the barrel. The
1: butt, the knob, the, the
0: knob, knob, cork, it's corked no. nub. You take it off the, the bottom jerk. Yeah, we got to it The fuck is this, dude? Come on, look between it the up, three man? of us. That was sad. But anyway, have uh, like On Billy Ripkins it said the knob, is on, it the knob. On Billy Ripkins it said fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was like an incredibly valuable error card that somehow Fleer didn't notice. Yep. and uh, made its way out into the mainstream. <laughs> so there's like little kids with the car that says fuckface. fuckface huh? <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: vice fuckface edition. Yes, the vice fuckface edition. It's got a double cherry swola.
0: A tri-pack with two swolas, no grinding grape. <laughs> Legend lime in the middle, sandwich between two cherry swolas. I mean, you had one like, job. <laughs> I
1: like this where this tri-pack's coming from.
0: Yes, like, yes, you, of course.
1: I mean, a double lime, I, we wouldn't be giving this away. You're, it would be right in the trunk.
0: I could see Skull with the triple lime. Ooh, I mean, he's I'll, that guy, the triple legend line.
1: I'll, I'll tell you, I'm
0: stuck uh. The legend line proponents out there, they take it very seriously.
1: We're a bit of, like we're we're very serious about our life. Not you a know. big legend line guy. Shouts to Serafin. Yes, and Serafin. Yeah, I know. There's a couple others out there. We are very passionate about it. To me, it's the perfect base. Defenders for of legend line. combo flavor. Interesting. I start with heavy lime, 75%, and then. What's the other quarter
2: gonna be? That's
0: how I would start my day. I like it. I like it. I I'm a, I'm a legend lime guy. I would say that. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if I can rank them one two three one two three, is but I really your kids? but I really like I really like legend lime. I've never had an issue with it. But Dermalone, Malone, you you favor you favor what was your favorite of the three?
3: The grape. Okay. The grape is by far my favorite, and okay.
0: then the cherry Swola. Right.
3: And if the lime's there, it's like yeah, get it. Mix it with some ginger ale
0: or something. All right. You know? ale. No. So you like Legend Lime, but it spiked with another beverage. It's got to be spiked. Okay. Well, That's how Fair I do enough. it. Fair enough.
1: So anyways, yeah, we're going to be giving the fuck face vice away. Yep. And a tea. Yep. And some other things. Yep. Uh, to... Somebody. I mean, to somebody. We got a couple questions here. Yeah, we're going to we'll see We'll see which question elicits the best content out of us.
0: And, you know, we'll give a... We'll probably have a half hour to continue to submit... Question So, if there that list is added to between now yeah, and then, oh, this half-time. is live as
2: we're going, yeah,
1: yeah. in <laughs> real to, time, it's, it's posted right now. So, yep. if you're listening, sorry, it's
0: too late. They also get a, a brand new Earn the Crown t shirt. No, they don't. And here's settle the down, thing, baby. I, I, ha- <laughs> oh my god, but settle down, dude. It's one of the great voices of wisdom from my youth. Um, but uh. We're giving away uh, a new Earn the Crown shirt also. Uh, we have, uh, it's the same exact design, but just on a new, what I call vintage Heather Gray shirt, which Skull pointed out to me that perhaps myself and Justin Yurko might notice. Would
3: immediately notice <laughs> through a thick
0: forest several kilometers away. You just see them. <laughs> Gray, is, that is that a, a better Heather Gray is that a tri-blend No. Are there? Is there rayon incorporated in when that
3: when you wear it it makes you feel like you're doing a lat see that all the time. you're already jacked you're that. just already jacked you're I'm already
0: pre-jacked. jacked you nice. don't even have
1: to do anything anymore
0: just put it on well Pretty in easy. my opinion it's a gorgeous upgrade to the traditional in the Crown shirt and, uh, and we'll be giving one of those away too with the fuck face vice absolutely agree with your description
1: you're yep. gonna do all that I just feel it's a little disingenuous
0: to call it a new shirt
1: to call it a new shirt entirely and like Put it up as a new shirt, okay. like push it as a new shirt, because I know we have a lot of people who are like, "I gotta get one of
0: everything." I, you and Dermalone were on the same page in that regard, so I will defer in this case. But I, I feel like it's an event. I feel like you might look so new fucking. Thread. I feel like you might look so fucking jacked in that new shirt.
3: Yeah, I think if the design was different, it's let me like take a, a look. New at
1: haircut it. on the same person is how I look. Interesting.
0: <laughs> I know but that could change your life, though. It could. <laughs> it <laughs> it could. Love I my hair. It absolutely <laughs> <what you> look <laughs> it like. totally change your life. At one point, I had your hair. Yeah, you you did. did. Look at the new scope. You did it at one point have your hair. I've
1: had just about every haircut under the sun. That's right. It it smells good except too. For tall Shady's golden sure. locks.
0: It does. I'm there was, was some of the, the best hair. hair at the Philly Fit Expo was in one room, there was right? Hair
3: off
1: at one Yes.
0: Yerko, Yerko, Galanti, Tall Shady, all in one room. It's a lot of beautiful it's hair in one room. A lot of It's a lot of. Product. It's, a lot of product. <laughs> it's a lot of. Dude, gel. if you think about it, like back in
3: the day, all you had was like the gilded cotton shirt. Now there's like so many different but shirts. But here's the thing it's though, like crazy.
0: But see, the the thing about it though is like that shirt harkens back to an era like that's the kind of that's the kind of shirt yeah that's the kind of shirtsmanship you would have found in the 70s that's the kind of shirtsmanship you might have found in the 70s right and then it was taken it it was taken the the place of it was taken by the mass-produced sweatshop gildan the the imprint feels better you know what i'm saying it's a gorgeous shirt
3: it is a gorgeous shirt it is nice
0: it's got it's got that vintage heather gray that I that I I lust after. So, I
1: brought in a, a shirt to Dirt not to use a too strong a word ago. that I
0: lust, lust after.
1: I brought in a shirt a couple months ago to dirt and I'm like, see this shirt? This is the shirt I want <laughs> to. is make. my favorite shirt. <laughs> no, remember? And I'm like, yeah. I love this fucking gray shirt. I wish we'd make the shirt. And to me, that's the shirt. I know. So, yeah, everyone's got I that know.
3: shirt.
0: What
1: coincidence!
3: And then there's the bed shirt. What shirt do you wear to bed? Mm. I got a few of those. I got a couple. Of those. It's important the I'm bed big shirt.
0: Three quarter. Yeah. Here's what's el- here's really? what's important sleep. about the be- really the bed shirt and the bed, bed the bed pantalones Ooh. right. What's important about them right is a lack of seams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe they need to be breathable materials. I don't want any blends in my in my Very bed shirt soft. because I don't I like stuff that breathes right. I don't want the boy. I don't want like I don't I want don't bo- want I don't want like the, <laughs> the boy. Sure. There's no there's no shirt. I don't want the boys. Um, I don't want the boys like am not able to breathe yeah. in my in the pants, <laughs> like um, like I for example like I think like um, Under Armour and compression pants and stuff like that are great for. the process of training yeah but like i would never wear a pair of those all day long because the boys ain't breathing same thing with socks i don't let it dangle same with socks same thing with socks there's a lot of incredibly dope socks that are made these days stance some nike stuff whatever right but when they do the poly blend it's like your your feet are like hot all day dude Dude, my feet yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. my feet sweat twice as thick dress socks it's like sweat and
3: stink when i wear like those whatever the dry ones you got to just get the 100% cotton, it, cotton socks. Yeah.
0: They make the black Nike sock in 100%, 100% cotton, but that's what you got to get. I think that might be what you're wearing right now. What's your,
1: let me ask yeah, you a question. Yeah. What would your price point threshold be for socks?
0: See, for like socks have socks. become a thing now. Oh, I know. Because so this week, yeah, yeah. it's weird you brought this yeah, up.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? I need some socks. Let me like, just get on Amazon or whatever yeah. like see what the deal yeah, is yeah. with socks. And I'm like... I'll put in socks. I'm going to, like, sort them price yeah, yeah. high to low. Okay. Just to see, like, what's the most expensive sock in the game. Right. And, dude, like, 40 bucks or, Oof, like, 35 get bucks for like a of- pair of fucking socks? Here's
0: what I have to say to you. What? Get out of town with that. Like Not is a is fucking weird? chance. It's
1: like, That's a lot it's of It's, like, you know, 500 five-star reviews of the sock. And right. I'm, like, am I? I'm And then I start thinking, I'm, like, i wear socks every day <laughs> i wear socks all the time. I just, my feet deserve my feet are important yeah. you know it was after philly yeah, philly yeah yeah yeah, yeah so course. all of a sudden i'm like everything below the ankles a yeah, yeah of
3: course <laughs> that's what they say about the bed too you spend half your life sleeping yeah if you're lucky i,
1: I believe invest. in invest actually the i believe in the mattress because i've done like the cheap mattress thing and, like, yeah piecemealed it together like two months in you're like
0: I, I feel like shit <laughs> it's, it's like, like iPhone, the futon the mattress the mattresses
1: oh. cost as much as goddamn cars so. all right if well, I Greg, could...
3: Greg had a great mattress uh like a year a couple years ago right you had like you were sleeping on the
1: floor'll <laughs> make your back well we <laughs> just com-
0: <laughs> we completely outgrew the uh the condo that we were living in that once seemed so spacious yeah. and actually had an office in it as the loft and uh, at a certain point uh, we had so many babies. Um, that, uh, Tara was on the couch and I was on the floor for 20, Jesus yeah, 22 months. It's was a long, long time. 22 months. It was a long time. <laughs> Your back must have it's been It's a sentence.
1: Going, they say that's like.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's funny. It's funny. You, uh, you get used to it. Yeah. Um. I think I was sick a little more than I should be because it's like drafty on the floor. So right. like doing that the through the doing change, that through yeah. the winter is an ideal. Doing that through the winter, yeah. Who knows how many spiders? <laughs> right? Man. Protein. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that was the one thing. So like, um, uh, I think I got sick a little more just because it was like drafty. Yeah. Um, which is a, hold on, which which kind of uh, connects itself nicely to the other point we were making. But I can give you can I give you a moment of perspective? Let's hear it. I was I wasn't going meaning to go heavy on any of this. <clears throat> right, I'm yeah, ready. That's what we do. Okay, so heavy you know we're, heavy So we're like we're in the process, we're trying to find a house, blah blah blah, right? And I'm sleeping on the fucking floor, right? And you know there's a hundred grinds going on, uh, hopefully with the potential to pay off at some point, right? We got yeah. go hard, going full force, a lot of side hustling going on, right? And uh, but you know you're laying on the fucking floor, and it's easy at certain points to be like this fucking sucks. I'm laying on the fucking floor, right? Yeah. And one night I had an epiphany and I looked up at the ceiling and I thought to myself, I got a roof over my head tonight.
2: Yeah.
0: And there's people in this world who do not have that. And all of a sudden, in literally the, a split second, I went from feeling bad for myself to thanking God right. to be to have a floor to sleep on. Yeah. Like, that's crazy, right? Like, I literally felt bad for myself. And a moment later, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking lucky that I have a floor of my own to sleep on that's tonight. It. That's crazy. Turn a negative to a positive. I mean, that's it. Outlook and on that's everything. and I just kept I kept it kept it in perspective from that point forward. Some shoes? big pun Ewings. They look like Ewings. Whoa. The construction looks like Ewings. They do. Let's go showing us some uh, shoes midcast. It's never, um, well, um, never an interruption for kicks. But uh, I was going somewhere. Oh, yeah. Um, perspective. Perspective. But then I was backtracking talking about. Clothing at night Breathing Sleeping on the floor to pants to socks to Oh yeah okay Clones. Why I don't sleep With no shirt on Ooh Okay Generally Generally Is because um, Generally when I sleep with, When I be sleeping With no shirt on It's either Uh it's probably hot out or hot in my house, theoretically, but I never sleep with the house being hot from yeah. heat. So at night, it's cold, pretty generally cold in my house during yeah. the winter, yeah. right, because I sleep better like that. And then during summer, the, the air conditioning is cranking.
2: <clears throat>
0: and I don't know if it's something I picked up over the years, like, as, like through, with, via athletics and then just from training, like, over the years and whatnot. I don't like cold air blowing on me. Okay. Like, I love a cold room. Okay. But yeah. I don't like like the air conditioning blowing on me while I'm, ah, yeah, I'm sleeping and shit, right? Because I feel like it makes me tight, makes my joints tight, makes my makes my neck stiff, See, makes my joints weird. tight, makes my I knees whatever, love it. right? Okay. I
1: also love exercising in extreme heat. I do too. It reminds me of like a hot gym.
0: I like that too. You know what
1: I mean? Like you know those old I completely like gyms agree. like the Catholic it's school gym where like there's no
0: it. ventilation. No. I love that. I couldn't agree more. I love that. Yes. But I don't like uh, I don't like cold air blowing on me while I'm sleeping or like right. sitting in a car. I don't like the air conditioning. I like the car to be cool. Right. I don't like the air conditioning yeah. on my fucking neck <laughs> for I'd two hours. It. Okay, Give me but a a that's fan. but so what Can I'm you. saying is like so in that cold room, a t-shirt provides a layer yes. of
3: yes.
0: armor Epiditis. against the yes another epithelial. Do you guys do sound machines? Uh
1: I do. Yeah, but that's mostly to or like help. a fan or a noise. It's mostly to help You know me. Wife, I'm <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Greg goes <laughs> like,
3: to sleep every night it's to see any news on the news. <laughs> and or a
1: Or
3: in the hotel room, it's like a volcano erupted in yeah.
1: Papua New Guinea. It's like like four AM. I'm like, what
3: the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Every time we go to a hotel, every time we go to an event, whether a trade show or just anywhere on the road, it's me, Sko and Greg. And
0: CNN is Blair. <laughs> but, you know they
1: do breaking news like every 18... Well, you heard the girl Michelle... like, it's the biggest... <laughs> the girl
0: Michelle... Well, Michelle Wolf, she's like, uh, uh, who did the correspondence dinner that's yeah. been very controversial. And, like, some of the stuff, some of the material is actually really funny. And she said, yeah. CNN, with the breaking news every hour, well, congratulations, you broke it. <laughs> <laughs> so this just in...
2: Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina...
0: This is true. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> I can I can confirm that. <laughs> confirm. Oh, we have some more. Yeah. We have some more. Questions, some more comments. Some more comments. We're going to wow. go through them. Wow. A lot, a
1: lot of good ones there.
0: Wow.
2: Especially wow.
1: number four of Andy's question.
0: Wow. Number four. A lot of time can be spent on that could be a whole cast. A whole cast. We'll try to get through them all. Yes, we will.
1: So, um, I was just going somewhere with that.
0: You were going towards the pickles, Philly Fit Expo. There are, there's a jar of pickles on this table. A jar. A jar of. A jar, two, two, two,
1: a, of a jar is now a jar
0: is now a jar.
3: I think I'm gonna eat one. Pickle
1: game won. is in full effect. Trust me, everyone at home, be jealous.
0: You need uh, a. It's chooch Just pickle watching. season,
3: bitch.
1: Man. I'm drooling watching dirt play with
0: the pickles. Here's a little. Here's a little. Here's a little bit of uh, incredibly justified hyperbole. The greatest pickle ever made.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So so if you know anybody who's ever been the best at anything in the entire world, that's pretty rare. I actually know somebody who's made the best pickle ever made. Number one. Thank you. I appreciate Never it. You know, best pickle ever made. Easily, of... easily could be a millionaire overnight, the pickle baron. We would just call him the pickle baron. He would grow a white beard.
3: It'd be my Instagram account. Yeah. <laughs> he would
0: grow a white beard and just like have so much money that he doesn't know what to do with it. So like you would have like, uh, you know- Gold toilets and stuff like Imagine that. Hanging yeah, hanging out just, with rappers. It's just that re- fucking pickle money, just son. Pickles, bitch. Yo, you'd have a fucking, you'd have a Jesus piece, but it's like a pickle. It's a pickle. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> with emeralds. It's a pickle. Yeah, it's Jesus holding pickles, and it it's like they're, uh, they're like, er, they're like got uh, emeralds and sapphires on the pickles. Mm. See that? <laughs> I see your future, son. Man, I see your future. I'm down. Speaking of the green, the green. Uh, green uh tailored armani suit yeah you know like how the jokers the jokers kind of has <laughs> that right like that would be your suit mine man. would have
3: like the little striations and nubs yep. texture on it yep and then i'd come out with the uh pickles for christmas trees high end high end true christmas
0: tree made out of pickles <laughs> just the ornament <laughs> like one of those uh edible yeah. arrangements Tree-shaped but it's pickle. a christmas yeah, tree it's a christmas it. tree of just you pickles totally <laughs> it like that actually. right yeah
1: I make a relish out of the other people. <laughs> all right, we're on fire here. No more secrets. All right, that's out. it. You biters out there. We know who you yeah. are. Pickle Lightning Baron. Bolt, it's pickle season, bitch. Pickle Baron, brand pickles. Goddamn ganking them. Uh, all right, let's get to it. So, uh, speaking of greatest in the world, something. Just yes. Maybe trigger something. It was yes. either Mozart or Beethoven. Myself. Okay. When, uh, who went deaf? I think it was Wolfgang Amadeus. It's
0: Mo- yeah, Mozart. Mozart had many challenges. Yes. Like, Mozart, I think, uh, had all kinds of developmental problems.
1: So, there's a phrase, I forget where I heard it before, but a guy was saying, like, the key to greatness is a maniacal drive. Sure. I always think of that phrase. It's right? just like a maniacal, like, hell-bent fucking thing, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so when Mozart, he he wasn't born deaf. He lost his hearing. And when he lost his hearing, he cut the legs off of his piano and put it on the ground so, so he, he could, could feel, feel the reverberations. Wow. And keep composing. Wow. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah, smart. But, but along those lines, uh, just a cool little anecdote. Yep. Thing. So the rapper Joey Badass, who we're all of course fans of, Joseph Badmonte, Bad in the game. Yes, it's uh, like pretty, pretty good, kind of. I'm not gonna say like vintage, but just has like that conscious, you know, thoughtful, yet hard '90s. Perfect combination, like yeah. Perfect jazz, combination. Soul He's like, all that uh, it's
0: probably safe to say my favorite young MC.
1: Yeah. Um, so this is how he got his break. Okay. Um. He made a freestyle video for for World Star, okay. the website World Star. Yeah. And he said it to them like a thousand times. Okay. And they kept refusing and refusing to put it up. Okay. So he put it on YouTube and titled it freestyle for World Star. Okay. And anyone looking for World Star freestyles right. found his thing. Right. And one of them, that's how he got his first manager. Wow. Found that video. Wow. And then contacted him and that's how he began his
0: whole
3: Wow. Awesome. Um,
1: I Love that S. Cool.
3: Isn't that something that, like, uh, he like kind of
1: hacked the game yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, before people kind of, I think, like, understood like keywords? Like, yeah, sure, in, sure. In his own way, he's doing like search, search engine optimization.
0: optimization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. SEOs. Yes. I've called SEO, I, I've heard <laughs> SEO referred to as black magic before in terms of like there's people, wizards out there who know how it works, and everybody else, like, is yeah. entirely in the dark with regards to, yep. you know, how to, ma- how to master it. But apparently if you master it, you can control the whole world. Keywords. Yep. Google Analytics. Keyword Malone.
3: Isn't that how, like, Big Keywords Sean? Analytics. Isn't that how Kanye found Big Sean or something?
1: I thought he freestyled for him outside of a radio station. Yeah. Now look. I don't
3: know. Fuck. Got his
0: Should break. we go there? Oh. Since,
1: we, since it came up.
0: Do you have the don't go there? Do you have the don't go there drop? Don't there more? go there.
1: Kanye West.
0: Well, I'm in a tough position, Sco, because you know... Well,
3: explain
1: your position. All right, well, I don't... You may not know. Okay, well... As you eat a pickle.
0: As I eat a delicious pickle. I'm
3: down as a legend, whether or not you like me or not.
0: That's true. Damn, Greg. All right, well, Kanye, as I've described him in the past, is my favorite artist of any genre, of any form of art.
2: Okay.
0: Living, you know. Right. Let's not go too far down that rabbit hole, but right. without thinking too deeply about it, Uh, I've always found Kanye to be the ultimate inspiration in terms of the music that he's created, um, how he sort of willed himself into the position he's in in the world. Uh, Always had a plan to be a rap star, but used his otherworldly abilities as a producer to get there He kind of bullied his way into the game. Um, and then not only that, but for a guy as accomplished as he is in one genre of art to then go on to do what he's done in terms of fashion, fashion's big, uh, is almost unheard of, almost completely unheard of. So he's always been an incredible inspiration to me. I love, uh, I love a la- I love a, an element of his arrogance and confidence. I've always, fa- I've always loved that. I've always loved that. I, I always say that Kanye has sort of been the manifestation of the voice in my head. <laughs> Like, he's the guy in real life who's saying the stuff that I only say inside my head. And I just find that so crazy and awesome and and inspiring. Um, So I've had a really difficult time of late. And, and like, here's the thing, too. Like, because of his personality, there's a lot of people who he really turns off. And I've found myself many times on social media, in in my small little circle of of people, um, in my tiny sphere of influence, constantly sticking up for Kanye, right? And explaining to people why... Um, why he's a genius or why he's amazing, or how um their opinion of Kanye often has to do with how they see themselves.
3: He's like anti, like you.
0: There's very yeah, it's true. Yeah, there's very that's probably why I like him. But there's very few people, uh, I think, who hate Kanye who have a strong sense of self. Yeah. Most people hate Kanye, in my opinion, because they all right prior to the past couple of weeks, <laughs> most <laughs> people <laughs> most people hate Kanye. Uh, generally, I've always thought hate Kanye because of their own uh personal issues of self identity and self worth so they see somebody who's so assured of their own of his own self worth that they um are turned off by it or become angry by it or whatever reminds them of the confidence that they should have
1: uh, i think we, you might have said it I don't know if you did, but I was thinking it too a lot of people a lot of the LeBron haters are the same way mm-hmm. a lot of people who are like just kind of wouldn't say unhappy but just kind of like oh, the whole bro. shut up the whole notion of like shut up and dribble
0: yep yeah. shut up and sing shut up and dribble
1: like don't remind me yep that maybe i should be more
0: right of course you yeah. know That's a lot
1: just do your thing yep distract me
0: do the thing that entertains me
1: distract me from the mirror
0: tap dance boy
1: and i don't mean like physical appearance yep i mean like distract me from confronting yep. myself yep and if you any just any call to be responsible or thoughtful or self-aware makes me uncomfortable yep because then i have to analyze myself and how much of an effort i'm making yep to be that way.
0: it's a fact
1: i think that's how like rocks a lot of like rock stars are and like you know martin luther king had like a he pulled at like 37 percent popularity it's true it's incredible People, People fucking hated them. Yep. There were people who were cheering in the streets, some Americans, when JFK was assassinated.
0: Like, yep. a
1: lot of people who now, like, you hear a soundbite of, and you get chills, and you're yep. like, well, if only the world could be the, what they were asking of it. You yep. know? Yep, yep. Um, not to, like, you know. I know. But just, just in terms of rhetoric and tone right. and And pro, 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 provocative,
0: provocative yeah. voices.
1: Provoking people to feel certain. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So now...
0: What's your take? Dude, it's so hard. I'm big. so conflicted. I need to hear this. I'm so well, conflicted. So t- I'm not right. I'm
1: not expecting you to have like a concise
0: no because I don't branding. have it yet. I have I, I talk, said to you before that I it maybe okay.
1: by the end of discussing it you'll have come to a conclusion. All right.
0: Um I think that Kanye one of one of the things that's made Kanye great is also a thing that could um be a part of his undoing is his um his defiance to the point of like uh extreme contrarianism where he's going against the grain so much uh and that that's one of his defining characteristics and that he feels the need to do that at all times whether justified or not
2: right,
0: right um you know because I get it man I get the urge to not be like everybody else I get the urge to have your own opinion I get the urge to say the thing that makes the record scratch at the party the boat, yeah. yeah like it's awesome like it's a great um it's a great impulse, but I I wonder if it's if it continues to be a great impulse if you're doing it when it's not thought not well thought out or you it's insincere, or, um, misinformed. Yes, either. yeah, not well thought out, misinformed, insincere. You know, like if all of a sudden you're just saying the radical controversial thing to say the radical mm-hmm. controversial thing, not because you really believe it or mean or it means something to you, then. Then like that cheapens everything else you've done to date, you know. Like I try to take people at their the totality of their actions and their, right. their you know, their words, you know. But I also don't think that one thing is uh, entire. One thing in your life is completely independent of another. Yeah. So it's like you know, if I act like <clears throat> I I carry this with me and I you know, <laughs> I I carry this with me and I'm you know just a regular dude. But I carry this with me in the thought like being like if I say this thing today or do this thing today. Does it undermine the any of the good things I've said or done in the past? Right. I think like that, you yeah. know. Like I say, hey, if I if Absolutely. I do this today or act this way today or I say this thing today, does it make the thing I said two years ago that I was really proud of? Does it make it bullshit?
2: Mm. You know, I
0: think about that, <clears throat> and I don't know, like, if that's a layer of self-awareness or if that's if that's a, a degree of narcissism that you you, you care about that? They have a running tally yeah, of of your thoughts are and ideas. people
1: and don't care about having credibility right. or right.
0: being right. consistent. So like I wonder with him, right? Like, is he having those those moments of self reflection? Like, hey, that thing that I did that was good, <laughs> or those comments that I made that were positive, or um, the art that I made that provoked people for the better, um, or you know, just my general message throughout my career. Uh, can I undo? Can I undo th- any of that goodness with my current actions? And if he's is he self-aware enough to even think like that? Well, let me tell you. Okay. Skos, you got a, an interesting you point. You could. Of course. Because <laughs> that's
1: what's happened. Yes. However. Yes. And I've been saying, and for the I, know. Record, you've been telling I said this, this way time, before the last been, you've you've he's, telling he's, me this emerged. for. You've been telling me this for a long time. Probably like five years, right? Like, I'd say.
0: Before did, Dark Twisted Fantasy?
1: No, not then. I would say like from Jesus. Okay. When did Jesus come out? Like a little before then. Right. We've been watching. I not now. Around that time, I might have said, "Oh, I think this chapter started then." Right. But I didn't notice it until around like the Jesus period. Right. We've been watching someone have a complete breakdown and suffering from mental illness at an unbearable rate. In public.
2: Right. Dirt said 2013, so, it's so like five that's about years.
1: five years, right? Um, in public, in a, spe- in a as a total public spectacle, in which everyone is like participating, throwing logs on the fire, encouraging it in both ways, hating him and loving him for it. People in his inner circle profiting from it, keeping in, in very much like a Michael Jackson, Trump. Sure. Um, the emperor has no clothes. Right. The, oh, the, that's the brand. Right. The brand is total chaos right. and dysfunction. Uh, like the rollout of the, the I was saying this to Dirt the other day, the rollout of the Life of Pablo yeah, album, yeah. right, would be like, yeah, you know, Dirt designed our Beast Coast shirt. Yep. Imagine if from the first pen stroke, and keystroke of designing that, he released every incremental progress of it to the
0: public <laughs> before the finished one ever came out. Before the right. finished
1: one even came out, and now there's like a thousand different Beast
2: Coast shirts right. for sale. Right, right,
1: and people don't even know which one's like the real one. Right, and he's like, no, 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 that's not the other one. Now there's a whole nother thing right. written on it, right. and somebody else is involved in this whole. And he's just doing this like on Twitter. And then, and to me, it was like a total. Someone who's like, you know, dumb music's not on that level, but like just of thinks in terms of that kind of process of and tries to. Um, appreciate craft right, and the, the process and the methods involved in like rolling something out like that and creating music
0: and I mean everything that we've ever done from that perspective right. just the thought of like right. you, you want to you present something that you're proud of that you feel like is complete not right and not... just
1: the whole thing and right. under the guy to me it was like total dysfunction being labeled as like genius
0: right the Revolutionary. Guys,
1: right, like, no one's ever done this before. Right. It's like, no one's ever done this before because, like, like, that's, that's not the reason to do something right. in that way. Right. It's like saying, like, no one's disrespected my wife before like this, so I'm going to break <laughs> new ground. Right, right, right. Like, it just showed a total lack of what he used to be, in my mind, like, what used to be the forethought and the precision and the genius. Here it was, like, just this unglued mess. Right. That didn't have like being different was not enough of an explanation for what was happening.
0: Well you know like my, my commentary on that album. Like I really love that album. Don't knows how many times we listen to a training. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, no no hold on. Right. But, what, but I'm getting to it. But then I have my criticism about it, right? Like there's this incredible layer of genius to it, and it's almost like its own genre of music, right? It's almost like Nine Inch Nails meets hip hop. Yeah, different, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, there are some incredible songs in Jesus, right? Jesus. Oh
1: yeah, I'm, the rollout for me. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, get... Pablo, I know, but yes. I'm going going back right, going yeah, yeah. back to Jesus. Yeah. Like,
0: if we're talking about that stuff, right. right? So, like, you know, what my real criticism of it is like, like here's almost this new genre-breaking form of music, and. Uh, it's so incredible, and Rick Rubin's in on it, and Rick Rubin's there, not producing but reducing the album, right? Yeah. And uh you can see that, like things being stripped away from it, right? And it's like uh, taking it down to it's like bare root essence, where it's like this very visceral album. And then some of the fucking lyrics on the album seem so trivial,
2: right?
0: As if I said I've said this before. I felt the same way about Pablo. You're crafting these songs. And then it really literally felt like he was freestyling the lyrics like on your on his way to catch a flight somewhere. Like last second fucking like throw right. throwaway stuff. Yeah. And listen, you know, is he uh is he guru or, you know, Nas or Rakem? No, he never has been. No, but but he has the ability. Done he has the also. and he has yeah. the ability to make awesome songs I mean, with he, meaningful yeah. lyrics and stuff like that. He absolutely yeah. has the ability to do that. Um and so like to feel like that. That part of the music was sort of, at least it felt like just and and like because because it wasn't important almost is what it felt like like it was yeah, it, it felt just like, like was he just
1: incapable throw, of thrown in holding yeah. it, keeping it together
0: right maybe that's why
1: and do and doing everything right um and like you know I'm not doubting that like he'll put out new music and some of it'll be great yeah like there are some songs in Life of Pablo that yep. are great yep but to me it's like Van Gogh cut off his ear right. Someone can produce great art yeah, and yeah. be totally fucking, fucking nuts. insane. Right, sure. And the difference is now that everything is so public and right. we have social media, sure. we're all now reveling. And yeah. it's bigger than art. Now we're all like participants. It's like 50 guys stabbing Caesar. and But he's also stabbing himself. Right, sure. We're all participants in this fucking train wreck right. of a human being. right, right. And there's no... At no point is anyone like taking a step back and kind of like taking <clears throat> stock as to our role in it. What, where he's at? You see now he's talking like he went and got liposuction because he was worried reporters were gonna say he was fat, right. and then he got hooked on opioids well, after the right, liposuction after the surgery. Meanwhile, his mother died during plastic surgery. Right, right. And he's gonna put the plastic surgeon on the cover of his next album. Her plastic surgeon is gonna be incorporated onto the covers like. And I said to you, since, like, around Jesus, I started just seeing the way he's behaving. Mm-hmm. I was, like, looking back a couple of years, and I'm like, from his mother's death, he's been, and his popularity, and just the soaring, the superstardom, and the the yes men that it seemed to me that of were, course. like, around him. And you of see course. where, like, he's, not, He's he's like, doing a mint dude that whole tour where he's doing, like, hour-long rants yeah, against yeah, yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's supposed, that'd be, like, yeah. me going on... Imagine what would have to happen in one of our lives where like me, like I'm doing an hour long rant against you <laughs> right, of course. in a fucking yeah. stadium full of fucking people. Right.
0: Strangers. Right. Strangers. Yeah. Yep. And
1: it's like, is that for, because of art? Was that right. performance art? Because was he wasn't, because he wasn't well.
0: Because he wasn't well.
1: A public breakdown. And people are like, oh, I got to get a ticket to the next episode of this guy unwind, the, un, the, the falling apart, this guy, in the public eyes. I got to get a ticket to see the next one. Well, and
0: see, that's the thing, too, right? Like, I heard it flippantly described on, like, Facebook as, like, it being about, like, Britney Spears. Like, Kanye having gone full Britney Spears. Like, you remember when Britney Spears was, like, really sick yeah. years well, back? And, like, and I think to myself, like, and here's the thing, though. Like, the, the difference is that I feel like, well, she was, like, a, she, a gigantic pop star you know and obviously huge huge influence on young girls and stuff yeah, like yeah. that um i see him as like being this bigger cultural figure and like uh one and and one
1: statistically that he's on
0: a of of course right. and and but then just in terms of like culture and taste and all the play, where places that he has influence in our society but then like i sit there and like when i read that and i thought to myself yeah man and that girl was a fucking mess and it was sad, and it was a result of our like uh consumer commercial culture that that girl was in that place you know I know we're all responsible for our own actions, but a lot of the time these these are just human beings they're yeah. just flesh and blood, and they become like a a product of of the 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 celebrity and the worlds that they live in and, and they, the people they surrounding end up them
1: with these people around them right.
0: Who- like the Viewing prom queen at high school as right?
1: like a revenue stream and we got to keep the edge yeah, 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 yeah. churning like yep. i've I've seen i've worked with like some musicians like you know like actual musicians yep who have like their entourages and everything and you see it like it's a whole entire operation yep that revolves around a person yep continuing to do whatever that thing is yep. right yep and you don't even the stylist has a stylist yep and it's all these people. It's like who in there is going to be like you know what we need to take six months and, or a year, or right. maybe the rest of your life, right? And pump the brakes here. Right. We need to like let's let's cut the money in half this month because they're all worried. Well, I might <coughs> cut too. Right. I need. We need to keep the machine training. That's the same thing that happened to Michael Jackson. It's the fame. It's the drugs. Right. You know. Yep. Do do not underestimate the drugs here. Like. I even said to you, like, I think, like, marrying Kim Kardashian was, like, a telling thing. Like, I'm not going to say counter... See, even in my head, I'm like, that was counter... That was a counter-brand movie. Right, sure. I'm even thinking of him as, like, the... I'm even using the term, like, brand. Yeah, of
0: course. I know. It
1: just... Even that seemed to, like, go against, like, the socially conscious... Right. You think if anyone would, like, rail against... Well... Kardashian Inc. Right. It would have been, like... The right west
0: 1.0 well you know see like the thing that i found i found always found interesting about that whole situation right was that you know i bring up like in her defense i bring up the fact that like look marilyn monroe was just a sex symbol and she was a huge star on the strength of just being a sex symbol right hold on but here's what i'm getting at right um and i all like part of me always thought like well kanye just thinks she's the hottest chick in the world and that's why but hold on here's the interesting thing about it though right is that for me personally I never took her seriously until she got with Kanye. Right. And when I say took her seriously, I meant in terms of like uh, her being a fa- a fashion icon yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. never took her seriously as that before that because she right. wasn't really. Yeah. She was a reality TV star, right. uh, an influential one, but she was yeah. a reality TV star. Never, never was she pushing culture in any sort of way beyond just right. disposable television and stuff like that, right? Um, but part of me thinks that Kanye... Beyond just, like, say, thinking, oh, well, I got the hottest chick in the world now or whatever. Yeah. Any of that. Part of me thought, or or any kind of genuine love. Yeah, Maybe yeah. you meet somebody yeah, under yeah, whatever circumstance, you fall in love, whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: All that stuff aside, if there's a calculating level to it, part of me thought that he thought that, you know, he wants to be bigger than Michael Jackson, right? He wants to be Google and Apple and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And a relationship with somebody with this the, the megawattage. Of course. It's on like social a, media and stuff like, like that a, only helps the yes, helps the cause now course. it might oh, it might potentially be the thing that undoes him or is a part of it yeah part of his illness could be keeping up with that yeah if God I didn't even do no. that on purpose yeah but uh, his attachment to that social media engine might be part of his illness right now and part of why he's in a bad place right. but I was thinking that, like, if he's just thinking, like, "Oh, I can plug this machine into my machine and we take it to that. another fucking level," you know. But
1: think about even that, like, even that thinking, yeah, yeah, as being his decision making part of it, as being part of it. Yeah, now we're, you know, yeah, I feel yeah, like this cum bag like of presuming things about of I say we get
3: off the Kanye train soon.
1: We're going too soon. We're going too soon. But to me, I'll just I'll just tie it up like this. Like, yeah. All of his behavior. You mean,
0: even, to- you hold on. Do you mean topically, Dirt? Or do you mean in terms of uh, any sort of attachment between us and Kanye? I feel like we've just been talking train? about Kanye for so long. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> we're going to sum it like this. To me, if you go back to his decision to marry her yeah. and a lot of his behavior since, it's been very kardashian Right, sure. It is about the spectacle.
0: Right, spectacle. Is the value of
1: one. spectacle right. over substance Right. in many ways. Yep. Or style, of having a style, of being the guy with the style. Right. A lot of his decisions alienating the people that he came up with, that he seems to be close with, these concert tour where he's just talking shit for an hour and a night, not even doing yeah. music, just fucking having a breakdown. Yep. All of it just being an indication that, like, that might be what matters more to him. Right. And that might be the dangerous thinking that got him into this point. Sure. And I don't think... I think we're headed... For a very dark ending. Oh, no, understand.
3: dude. He needs help. I thought that that's five, all it is. I said that I to you five
1: years ago. It's not good. It's like a Michael Jackson situation in every kind of way. And who, who can, who, you've seen like John Legend, Jay-Z, all these people like tried to talk to him. And I just don't know.
0: Has there been a Jay-Z outreach? Yeah. There has.
1: Yeah. But it's been like, mm. you know. He's on, his, yeah. Anyways. But that's where I think, like, I hope not. But to me, what's a force that's going to, I mean, I see it happen with people I know in like my real life. Of course. Who are just going through like drug stuff and mental illness. Right, sure. And how hard it is to get like through to them without the other layers of shit. Yep. In his life and the fame versus the famous me versus the real me and identity and like the role of the public, that whole dialogue. Yep. It's so much more complicated. There's so much more weight on those limbs I don't know how it can support and survive this. You
0: know? Yeah. I still have so hope many I still have a I have
1: invested financial interest in his destruction, including himself.
0: I hold right, but I I hold that hope that somehow he'll find his way. Because I, I you know, I still like I said, I take people at the totality of their their actions yeah. and their and not just a singular moment in their lives. So I hope that Um, because there is, let's, let's be honest too, and this isn't about Kanye and you're absolutely right. We need to transition away from it. But on the other you know, towing that line between genius and madness is a fine line. And I do believe that he's a creative genius. And I, I and I, and I do believe that his, his overwhelming mental capacity to drive himself to the place that he became what he became. There's a there's a flip side to that, and the flip side is that it makes you, you have to live in that head every fucking day. Well,
2: yeah, I think he's. You a have tortured, to go to bed and
0: wake up in that head every fucking day. I think he's a, that's a lot
1: soul. The question is, at like what point?
0: Uh, but I'm saying a lot of that torture is what made him Kanye West in right, the first but place.
1: Right, think of what the word is.
0: I torture. know, I know, yes. And but this is what I'm talking about: the the, the pain that has to be endured point, to find greatness. Like I think that he was enduring a lot. There was a lot of a lot. He was in inside in his head. There's always been this tug of war yeah. between genius and madness, you know? Yeah,
1: I just, I don't, I hope, I'm, I'm hopeful to, I mean, I hope. I don't say, I wouldn't say I have a reason to be hopeful. Right. But I hope that. Right. It, it,
0: could, be it somehow could be unreasonable. he. It could be unreasonable.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
3: It's the Britney Spears and the Michael Jackson, man. He needs, he needs guidance and help.
0: That's how I feel. I think you're right.
1: All right, we're going to take a
0: come back with the famcast. What's up
1: everybody? This is Go here hey, with some yeah. G-Code Nutrition Whoa. news. Head to gcodenutrition.com and check out we got some new gear in our merchandise storefront. Including the Beast Coast Heather Royal t-shirt and the Last of a Dying Breed tank. Pretty dope shirts there. The Beast Coast Dirt Malone design. Definitely was one of the more popular shirts at our recent trip to the Philly Fit Expo. Um, so head to the G-Code Nutrition. We also got ladies' tanks. We got snapbacks. We got hats. We got bags. Uh, especially the new G-Code Drawstring Money Bag. We got a G-Code United We Stand Flag Money Bag. And also our camo Live By The Code Money Bag. Pretty dope bags. Uh, I actually keep one in my gym bag and I kinda use it as like my washable laundry bag on the go just a dope thing to if you ever gotta change your shirt when you're going from the gym to look, to look proper somewhere else throw my ish right in one of those money bags uh, so head to G-Code Nutrition check that out we also have some um, content up we've been putting a lot of videos up lately head to our YouTube page G-Code Nutrition and the, we have a series on IFBB Pro and Jersey Iron Legend. but Legendary bodybuilder from Jersey, Vinny Galanti. Thoughts of an OG series. And also we have our Aunt Seraphin and Josh Holiday workout at Greg Long's gym. You got to check that out. Pretty uh, intense workout. We have part one up. Part two is coming soon. Uh, but we got a lot more in the chamber, some more content, um, memoirs of a madman, everything. So, so check out our site, check out our Instagram. We just want to keep giving you that content, giving you that fresh gear, especially for this time of year. Uh, and we're happy to have your support and for you to be a part of what we're doing. And now, back to the squad cast with the all-new cast. That's right, we answer questions from you.
3: And we are back. I am back like cook crack. I. Hey.
0: Scared.
3: Scared. 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 So
0: the fam cast is in full effect.
3: Scared. Scared.
0: So the, the fam cast is in full effect. We, we got questions. We got questions it. from the audience.
1: All right. So uh, hit dirt with a question.
0: All right, Dirt Malone. This is coming from Count Jackula. Count Jackula. Our brother John. That's a tatted up. Uh, he's Congrats quite, quite tatted up. Congrats to Count
1: Jackula for.
0: Crushing the platform.
1: Crushing the platform. He got a...
0: What was it, 460 on a bench? 460 on the bench. With ease.
1: And it was the second highest bench of the entire Philly Foot Expo benching competition. That's his first ever meet. First ever meet, and the guy who got first was like...
0: Yeah, world record shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think the guy who got first, yeah, set like a world record or some shit. So it
1: was like unbelievable performance on his part. Incredible
0: performance. Good dude, family dude, real dude. He's like and he is family already. Yeah. Yes. All right, so he's got a question. <clears throat> okay. Um, all right, this is interesting asking Dirt Malone, but I'm going to ask you. Okay, let's Bodybuilding as a trend today Oof. compared to your understanding of what it was like back in the day. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. Well, this is almost like a Drew English question, right? <laughs> Shouts to Drew English. Shouts go- to Drew when English. he'd start going off about the kids with the tripods and the matching oh my, gym well, outfits. Well, that, that's
3: pretty much what it is. Like Back in the day, they used to just put their head down, work their asses off. And it was less about looking fancy and being pretty and the posts and the photos and the videos. Yeah. And it was more of like a lifestyle. And it's like, this is what they did. That was engraved in their DNA. And uh, nowadays, it's more for the likes and you know, it's the like easy a, way out. I, I don't, don't want to, you
0: know, I know that the, you know, young kids who were getting, I think it's one, it's awesome that the sport has exploded in the way that, Young kids are in the gym. Young kids are in the gym, and they are dedicated to something, and they're committed to something, and th- you know they care about something. Um, but the, just the nature of the world with social media now has changed it yeah. dramatically. And you know, like um, I think that, like uh, I don't know. I think the gym back in the day, like uh, and building a physique, because like let's like just look at the basic reason why somebody does it, right? Like a lot of the time, building a physique is about growing strong for an athletic endeavor, right? Or it's about um, building self-confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's about, you know, guys who just kind of fall in love with the process of lifting weights and making progress and how awesome that is. Could be very therapeutic, right? Also, as dudes who have been lifting weights for as long as Time can tell as long as weights have existed, right, to impress mm-hmm. the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. It's always been an important part of it, right? Now, whether, whether the girls actually like physiques or not is a whole different story. Yeah. But the idea that, um, you know, you lift weights to look better for the ladies, right? So I think, like, all those reasons are still there. It's just, like, how it manifests itself. And, like, I think there's a lot more thought that's put into, like, presentation. Yeah. You know, like, all the guys, the best dudes that I, I uh, looked at growing up in terms of, like, training uh wore a lot of ratty shit in the gym yep you know and it was like you know flannels and hoodies and pants with holes in them and it's like, boots
3: it's like cut up hoodies yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck yeah
0: exactly was. exactly and and uh and now it's like you know it's like kind of nice like european inspired yeah. gym wear and like dudes do their hair to go to the gym like one of the oldest things was wearing a bandana when you train because it was like you, you you no matter how long your hair was or whatever it was just out of your fucking face i'm gonna say it, like the gym shark look, sure those brands like the pretty those boy. brands yeah it's like a, I would, it's a whole I thing. Was, it's a whole culture, though. It's a whole culture, and it's almost it like it's 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 almost like it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to shit on it because it's you know, people pursuing excellence on their own terms, and maybe on their own terms nowadays. Part of part of that that process of creating the better you is color coordinating your clothing and all that stuff. I, you know, I don't know. Uh,
3: I would I would say it's like more of a trend. Right. It's it's the answer is trend and technology. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, social media is now just a component of everything. Yes. And I don't think it's necessarily... Some people definitely do things for likes. Their whole life is governed by the principle of how many likes will I get? How much can I curate a life that isn't totally accurate? Right. But will be the most appealing to people? Because they get positive reinforcement for one thing, and they go in that direction. Or negative, whatever. They get attention, and they go do it. That's why you see a lot of people post a lot of bad shit yep. is because they get attention for that. Controversy. Yeah, they just want
0: attention. No matter what, like they, I, I've no always matter said, what it looks like.
1: Negative attention is better than no attention yep. in a lot of people's yep. minds, right? Yep. Yeah, Better to be critiqued <clears throat> than completely forgotten. But, um... So I, I think that's just a societal right, thing. Right, sure. But you're right, there's definitely the, the ruggedness versus the... Right. Um... I think that what's happened is social media has made people go out into the real world thinking, at any second, what I'm doing will be broadcast to the world. Of course. I can't be caught slipping for a second because right, right, right. at my worst is how people will see me. Right, sure. I have to live up to this at my best that I put on social That's media. A There's a
0: lot to that. And that comes yeah, into the sure. gym, right? Of Where it's
1: like, I have to be this character I've created right. now.
0: In the, the gym. Right. I have to live up to when
1: that. When I'm like breaking myself down. Right. To rebuild it, I can't. God forbid anyone saw me like, you know.
0: Right. S- your hair messed up. Struggling. Right, right. Of course. You know? Of course.
1: Me uh, enduring and suffering yeah. like a human being might.
0: Right. Right. I got to show them this.
1: I got some other... footage of you.
2: Oh, yeah. Dude, there's. <laughs> dude, there's <laughs> no, there's oh, plenty there's of struggle plenty, footage dude, of me. No, first of all,
1: I'm like the, the furthest thing from i there's no i can't i don't have time i can't afford to give that much of a shit because yeah. if i do i can't walk in the you gym because i'm not in shape i'm not in great shape especially compared to like the 50 people who are crew i know when i go to like a training session everybody like all right if i'm gonna go in this gym and worry about like people judging me because i'm not lifting as heavy or i'm not as cut then i might as well not fucking go in the gym it's just gonna be an awful experience but yeah. we're
0: all works in progress too that's the other thing well, like, everybody's <laughs> cool right. don't get me wrong yeah.
1: but like just in terms of my mentality right I can't do
0: that. But all, right, but all you can do is, like, you can compare yourself to two things, right? You can compare yourself to your own standard. right? And then, like, are there are the two standards that I've always paid attention to. And I don't even know if this even relates to what Count Jack was talking about, but who cares? We're, well,
2: we're way yeah, off. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> so uh, there's the two standards. There's your own personal ideal. Yeah. And then, like, the best in the world. Right. And anybody else is irrelevant to me. Yeah. Right. Like, who's the absolute best physique you could possibly have? Like, Arnold in 1974? All right, so there's that. And then there's, like, me at my best that I can see in my head. And everything else is who gives a shit. And that's really all you can care about, like, in all (laughs) honesty, right? Chase, you're the fucking loftiest, most impossible ideal. And then whatever you think is your own best version of yourself. And you got to live up to that every day. And all the rest is, like, you know, it's, it's stuff that you can't get fucking bogged down by. That guy's a little more jacked than me that guy's stronger than me that guy's more ripped than me well guess what there's always going to be somebody that's you were more talking
3: about me. sleeping on the ground there's always yeah. someone that's got it worse there's of course always oh someone my god got yeah, it better. Yo, <laughs> another, you know what and
0: that's something that tara said to me and it's awesome perspective and she's right both ends here's the thing right is the idea that <clears> you're <throat> we're often very hard on ourselves mm-hmm. right and you might like portions of your life where you were doing pretty fucking good. Yeah. Instead of being like, man, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I made pretty good progress. You're ultra you're ultra fucking hard on yourself and then you look back 10 years later and be like, yep. dude, I was the fucking man. What so was like it? Like why was I right? Why, yeah, why, yeah. yeah. why was I why was I so hard on myself? Why yeah, yeah. was I not kind to myself? No, why didn't no. I give myself a little bit of credit? why didn't I enjoy the place I was at versus always getting so caught up with the the end the, goal, right? And that's all of us. Because and I before you know it, applies. That applies.
1: You're at the final end right. goal, And what are you doing? What's your day for? Exactly you, for the the tomorrow that never came, right? You know, you know,
0: and that's a, like it's a it's a serious perspective. You spend like all of the best years of your life being hyper critical of yourself, and it's like you'll look back and be like, "Man, I was I was the man. Why was I such a fucking dick to myself? Yeah. Why was I so hard on myself?" But it's like maybe that's how you you know. Maybe that's why you know it's it's a double-ended sword because if you if you're always if you're, it's a it's a double-edged sword double-ended sword yep <laughs> it's Double a sword edged. it's a sword with two ends we're gonna, gonna do some hardcore. we're gonna
1: do some rapid fire
0: okay rapid fire
1: this is for Greg yes okay. many of us are parents yes dirt
3: with full-time jobs and after-school activities how do you make sure you get all the training that you require in I think you touched on that before.
1: Uh, yeah, we, we'll we come back to it, but I just want to say that's from our boy M.C. Appleton yes that. Yep.
0: I call him Mick really Appleton. He's a really good that's
1: dude. That's a good one, too, Mick Appleton.
0: He's a really good dude. Mick Appleton. Um Appleton. And he definitely, I think, is going to be involved in some capacity, whether he's helping us push yep. the brand on the grassroots level or whatever. But, I mean, I think that ultimately you make time for whatever's important in your life. So mm-hmm. I think the truth of the matter is, like, uh, the way you may ensure that you get your training in is to get up early. Yeah. That's the key. Get up early, make the time early in the day before your kids are up, before um, all of the practical responsibilities of life come crashing down upon you, and get your training out of the way. Get under and your then, belt. and also, don't be so such a fucking diva about everything, right? Like you're gonna miss a meal here or there, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're gonna train at a time that's less than ideal. Sneak it the fuck in, you know. Like yeah. you think about like instances where we're on the road and we find ourselves whatever. Oh, fucking cool. Uh, you know, I haven't eaten in four hours, but I have a chance to work out. All right, I will fucking slam some vice and eat a muffin. You know, you figure out yeah. a way to get it in whenever you can, and and put away that time in the in the early morning to remove the stress of worrying about your training. Well,
1: you wait night. around for perfect conditions. You're gonna be waiting. Waiting the rest time. of your life. <laughs> there is no such
0: thing. That's a fallacy you've been sold. And if you are talking about social media before the idea, the the, the Thought that people live in ideal conditions and that's the only way to prosper is is a lie that you've been sold. Yep.
1: And trim the fat. Yep. I mean, I don't have kids, yeah, but yeah. just in terms no, of, dude. of juggling responsibilities, of like uh, a lot of people have a lot of unnecessary things in their lives, things that they think are necessary right. or negative energy. Ne- sure. You know, cut, cut as much fat as you yep. can out. Yep. Really, if you're serious about it, you're right there. You know, it is a bit of a cliche. There's 24 hours yeah, in a yeah. day, but like, How many hours a day? A lot of people I know spend like 20 hours a week doing some bullshit.
0: Yeah. And dude, you know what? And I I stopped talking about 24 hours. I took about 168 hours in the week. You can't find five to train. Yeah, in one hundred and sixty-eight. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be five hours, dude. Like, and that's the other thing too. you know, arms, dude. I've done. Yeah. There have been instances where I had to do half hour, twenty minute workouts, whatever. And you tell me that's not better than than not doing going. nothing at and all. Then, Give then me a break.
1: At least you don't feel like shit. Give me shit. a break. Yeah.
0: And you know what you can do in twenty minutes if you don't rest and you just fucking blast through it and you don't yeah. look on your phone and you don't do all that stuff and you just train, you can do a lot in you twenty get minutes. A fucking you crush The important thing is, is your final answer. That's all my right. final answer. All right, there yes. you go. That's my final all answer. Right sounds good. All right. Next. So, all right. Who's reading it?
3: Next one. Okay. How was the first year of business been for Gco Nutrition and did it meet or
0: surpass your expectations? It was a fucking roller coaster. Every day's a roller coaster. It's a fucking bump lido's way. Uh it's uh it's an incredible thing. I said you have to get your sea legs. Yeah. When you're starting a business because it's it's <laughs> constantly up and down and the one key that I will give you uh, that has served me well is to don't allow yourself to get too up or too down because neither are really an accurate portrayal of reality. So at your most pump, when you think you're most absolutely fucking crushing it, you could do a lot better and at the times when you're like fuck and you're desperate and you're scared or you're worried things could be a lot worse yeah. so the 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 key is to never let yourself get too up or too down and to put your fucking head down and do good work every day do good work every day stick to your principles stick to your ideals stay focused on your vision be good to people and good things happen and, that's, and i think on your best day and your worst day you do that and you'll be okay that's that's all I got so and far. You learn as you go, yeah. like
3: with everything we've been doing with yeah. the trade shows. Oh yeah, everything with inventory, yeah, and yeah. merchandise, and the supplement game. It's yeah, just of you learn everything.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think we kind of have like a mentality <laughs> of like just do dope shit. Yep, that's it. Yep. Like, because we all have these moments where we're like, oh shit. Are things going great? Can things be going better? What more could I be doing? Like yep. you wake up in the middle of the fucking yeah, of night and, and think, Shit, man, what if we did this? Yeah, yeah. Or that could have been better or I hope that person didn't, like just simple things. You're dealing with so many people, you're trying yep. to give everyone the attention oh, my they God. need. That's managing like <laughs> yeah. try like you you'll be like so busy yeah. with so much going on that someone might take think like, Oh, they're they're too you didn't get back to me? Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, it's not that I was like, oh, I should get back to them. Nah, fuck them. Right. It's more like a, you're thinking, like got to get back to them, got to get back to them, got to back to them, and you're constantly shoveling this right. other list of things you have to do, and it just keeps stockpiling and higher.
0: I, I, I uh... That's a tough. I thing I let to you manage. into that a lot lately, right? Like, and I, you already you already knew. And, and in all honesty, right, it's not much different than than the film stuff that we worked on oh, in the yeah, past, right? Yes. And managing personalities and stuff. But I that's like a, a funny, like, personal thing. Well, I I always feel to, that weird strain that I'm not giving everybody yeah. the attention. So they much deserve, of what we do, or the brand, the attention it deserves. Or, or a, I'm, if I'm if I'm doing one thing really well, it means my eyes off of ten right. other things. We're
1: juggling a hundred yeah, things yeah, at once, and it's yeah. like we never want anyone to feel slighted. Like if you're in the group, you're in the group, and you're part of the family, yep. and we care about you, and we mean that. Yep. And the worst thing that could ever happen is that someone thinks we don't mean that. Oh man. That we're not that guy. Like yep. we. That 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 holds the utmost value to us. So it's yeah, like yeah. that constant fear of like shit. I'm busting my fucking ass just try to like make yeah, yeah, this yeah. a reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope someone doesn't get the wrong impression that I don't get back to them as quickly. Like you know, I've only, it's only two months now that I've been on full time. Yep. The anxiety level of like. Knowing like okay sales are coming in oh like a, a certain amount of time goes by where like the sales aren't what they're supposed to be oh then they double oh then it's down again oh then it's <laughs> yeah.
2: the constant roller coaster yep, yep.
1: and trying to manage all of that yep, it's yep. been you're right you get your sea legs it's yeah. like um, it's like the first week of training for a sport like if you ever like switch sports like from football to basketball or something like that first week you're like oh these are different muscles these yeah. are I wasn't using these muscles. Yep. And now I need to use them all the time, and yeah. like I'm, I'm winded. That's what the last two months were like for me. Where like that anxiety yeah, yeah. and that level of awareness and that wanting to do right, even like with my wife, you know, I'm like, yeah,
2: of course, so, trying
1: to make sure we get to do the things we would normally do, and that she knows that, like, hey, this is, you know, I will see you again.
3: Yeah, of course, <laughs> so, we will cross paths. So for the expectations, did it meet or surpass? I don't, I don't know what I, the expectations I'd say, were.
0: I'd say it, it surpassed. Yeah, but it was mm-hmm. one of those things that was slowly building, and it does not happen overnight. It literally um, doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, uh, there is a lot of struggle and restlessness and unease in nurturing. the midst. In the mi- Right. Well, yeah, there's a lot of foundation laying and nurturing and a lot of that going on. And then there's a lot of struggle and stress and unease. And, uh, you know, all of that stuff is critical in making any progress. It's, it's, it's exactly like the gym, right? Like time under tension. Yes. That's how you get strong. Yep. Yeah. It's the same exact deal, you know? The stresses uh, that tear the muscle down are the thing that's necessary to build them up. You damn. That's, you know what? That's why you're genius. <laughs> I
3: have a question for you, Sco. Right. Okay. What are the most common questions you get when doing an expo or a show?
0: Who's that from? That's from, from
3: Julian Hooligan. Hooligan. Ah, Buddhist... Julian's last name is Hooligan. Way back. 20 second background, days. yes.
0: Bringing to Fitness Center. Was in our first film. An great, incredible, great guy. incredible dude. Super smart dude. Played awesome people. St. Joe's role alumnus. in...
1: Ooh. Um, in my life, he played a role in Kaylee and I. My wife. Okay. Now my wife. Yes. Our first romantic getaway to Atlantic City. Okay. Uh-oh. And he had the hookup, and he's like, "Hey, dude, I'm gonna get you a sweet on the top floor wow. over here for our wow. first getaway. And it was like, so a first impression. We yeah, yeah, kind eat. of a first impression. And you we know, yeah, like, so were falling. Went out to the steakhouse, <laughs> happened to bump oh, into him and his, and his then-girlfriend yeah. at the steakhouse. I like, right. happened to see them and it was like, so anytime I think of him now, I'm like, wow. dude, he was the man. Kaylee knows wow. who he is. We're like, nice, so have so many world. fucking up with this motherfucker. Lots of fixings.
0: <laughs> he had all the fixings that night, <laughs> and did. she was he like, was this is a man about town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mark hey. Bernardi.
1: All because I knew hooligans. That's it. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. wow. So shouts to him on that level. Changed my life forever. Hey. But um, in terms, of, like, beyond, like, just standard questions like, tell me about Vice, tell me about Rise, I don't think there is... Other than like, hey, you guys are a new company. What are you all about? Like, right. it's all fact finding. I don't think it's very. There's random. like, it is very random. Like, I had a girl like this at Philly who was like, I'm. I work so much. I move around so much doing work. Like, I'm losing weight. And what can I do? Or she didn't even tell me that first. She's like, I just keep losing weight. Do you have something so I don't keep losing weight? <laughs> and I wanted to be like, or she's like, I, I, probably muscle would be good. let just like. <laughs> Uh well, it's <laughs> like kind of you know muscle requires yeah time invested. Here here I am
3: Richard.
2: yeah, but
1: uh you know there isn't a question that I would say like I've got. I mean Greg might be you you guys have actually been to more at this point than I
3: have. I think but, most of the time. The people that are walking around are so bombarded by yeah, what's yeah. going on and everything that they don't even yeah. know yeah, yeah. what to do. Right. So sometimes, if you call them up, like, "Hey, hey, come check this out or try this out," like, yeah. and then you give them the information, you say, "We also have this, this, and this," and then you kind of, you know, buy them in or like, "Oh shit, this company's yeah. pretty
0: dope." And my thing too is like, just be nice to people. Like, not even be nice to people; be just like a normal dude. Like, so somebody, yep. somebody walks by, like, and is looking at their stuff. And I'm like, "Hey, what's up, man? How you doing?" Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, and just being That's nice cool. to somebody is like, it goes a long way. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, when they give you an opportunity to really talk about the brands and the the brand and the products and stuff, I think it quickly gets across to them that they're dealing with some somebody different. You know, Jules also asked, um, "What's the rest of that question?" What
3: is lacking in the world of sports nutrition supplements? I think supplements you would just yeah, touching upon that. That we are addressing
0: I, that per, that personal touch and that that uh, that uh, getting across the people that they're valuable and that their goals are important and that they're worthy of your time and your effort, and that that your brand is actually for them, was made for them specifically. I think that's a big part of it. And then, you know, I always go back to it, but style and substance, right? There's uh, a lot of brands out there that don't necessarily... Have both. Yeah, or either.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, uh, one thing I notice is, I mean, I notice it all the time, but it it rang true this past weekend at the Philly Fit Expo, is that, like, everyone who walked up to the booth was was in store for a lengthy, genuine conversation. Yep. Like, about where they're at, what they've been through, what they're trying to do. Yep. And it's like, I don't know if we've ever actually said to everyone to be that way. Yeah, yeah. I think that just everyone involved... Yeah. kind of has that demeanor it's crazy you know like it wasn't like okay here's the deal here's what you do if someone said like yeah, never everyone once. is just like and, and i've seen like world-class like literally world-class bodybuilders talking to like uh you know entry-level new time gym members right Yeah, of, of all backgrounds all right. you know and treating them with the respect and seriousness yep and lack of judgment yep you know, like just really caring about the situation and knowing that, like, at one point they were in their shoes. Of course. And that could be the conversation that just starts a new, you know, oh, yeah. a new
0: path. Or could completely open, a new you know, open up a whole new chapter in life. Yep,
2: so, for sure.
1: Hopefully, I mean, I think that the, I, that definitely was not going, I, I don't see that going on
3: a lot of places.
2: Yep.
1: And hopefully we can bring that. That can be something we address.
3: Andy Cedar's got some good ones. Oof, Andy Cedar. Yep. Yeah. All right,
0: so let's rapid fire this. Yep. Uh, the idea of G code nutrition. When was it born? Uh, several years ago. I mean, <sighs> that's a it's a loaded question.
3: I can't even I can't even think about yeah. it yesterday. I don't remember. I mean,
0: about it. you know, obviously <laughs> we 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 had a lot of, you know, entrepreneurial and artistic endeavors going on over the course of the years. Um, you know, we had. Done. Go hard as a side hustle, which was uh, largely about clothing and inspirational rhetoric. Yeah, um, and uh, decided to write a book out of it um, and take some of the art pieces and create a- small essays out of them. So it kind of naturally transitioned into being something that would serve as the foundation of the brand that we were going to develop, with the idea of being of. It being, an, like we are saying about style and substance, with the idea being that G-Code could be a, a lifestyle brand yeah. that happened to make supplements. Supplements are what we know really well. Lifting is what we do all the time. Uh, so it was just kind of extending our own personal interests and using that as the foundation of the brand.
3: I think the first label we did was like a go-hard label. It was. It was. On a supplement. It was. And we are like,
0: yo. We might
3: have to keep these separate. These two worlds separate. That (laughs) shit's
1: too far. Now, not the inception of the company, but I something I just always remember is uh, two years ago. Okay. At the Arnold.
0: Ah yes. Ah, it's a great story. Do you remember who we bumped into? Do you remember who we bumped into as the lap began? Who was it? Who was hungover? (laughs) Delafave? Yeah.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> As that lap began. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I said... Like, this guy's a great guy. I don't know how, but something, we got to do something with him, something, yep. something. And I was like, I remembered that. Yeah. That was literally the beginning teacher, of the He's a teacher, he's a coach, he's a leader, he's yep. a great guy. Yep. Awesome dude. He's a From <laughs> Jersey, he's a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> and I think of I think things of him. <laughs> Greatest
2: country in the world. <laughs> but yes, I remember
1: us doing a couple laps of the expo and kind of talking about... What we liked, what we didn't like, yep. what we would do, hypothetically. Very important. It's moment. pretty crazy that that was like two years and change ago. Yep. yep. And here we are. Yep. We just got yep. out of a long, important meeting where we're like, let's do this. Let's not do this. Let's do this. What mm. if we do this? Like yep. Talk about ma- something materializing, dude. Yep. I remember that, der- I remember that, like, it was yesterday. Me and you walk around. I'm yeah, like, yeah. That label looks a little feminine. I stole the I photo. I stole yeah. some
3: photos wow. of, like, some. You
1: were on crutches, right? Or you were kind of hobbled? Uh... I think you were hobbled.
3: I was just a little
0: hobble-legged. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you weren't on crutches. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, man. So that was. That's wild. That's a very important moment. He's yeah, absolutely that was right.
1: like uh, I think we were starting like the wheels were turning in yeah. our head creatively. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Think we knew.
0: No, we didn't. We yeah. knew we were going to do something. We just didn't know how or what it was going to actually materialize Means, as. Yeah,
1: anything. Um, okay, we're going to rapid fire these unforeseen challenges, disappointment in G Code's <sighs> life at this time.
0: Uh, unforeseen challenges are like really weird logistical stuff, like, uh, figuring out how and when and how quickly you can turn stuff around, yes. mm-hmm. uh, whether that's actual products, right. um, you know,
1: manufacturing just, an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Take, it's going from a concept, uh, to an actual finished product that process is a lot more difficult and i've learned to become really conservative when i tell people when something's gonna be ready because it's usually a lot longer than i think um so that's that's a definite a definite challenge and then the other thing too is like and it's not even a disappointment but it's an obvious challenge is that like i feel like our brand's something really special
2: Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's
0: how do you take that message and get it to the most people possible in a way that's worthwhile and a way that they can sink their teeth into in a way that gets their attention um, and makes them understand why the brand uh, could be for them and, you know, uh, what the purpose of the brand actually is. So that's like one of the challenges that I see um, and one of the things that we're always trying to address is how to make the brand that we think is incredible reach as many people as we can, you know? Uh, yes,
1: I would add one thing to that, yes. just as an un, not an unforeseen challenge, but yes. definitely a challenge. Yep. I used the word nurturing before. Yeah. In terms of getting into brick and mortar yep. stores, sure. when you're the level of the relationship, yep. It's really about forging relationships. Yes. Months we're, we're, and months and months and months of introduction. Yep. of Of uh, convincing. How long it actually
0: takes to get over. Getting that like
1: people in that area to request the product, yep. right? So that there's a yep. demand. Yep. So yep. people, yep. it's a no-brainer. Like, that is just a constant, constant, um, you have to nurture that relationship. There's no walking into a store, handing someone a product, and the next day they place an order. Like, that is a complete myth. You have to become uh, friends and family and colleagues and just constantly water that plant. Water that seed, and then one day, oh. Yeah. There's a
0: little leak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it.
1: And it's going well. But of course. you know, Greg is like there's places like Greg has gone to like on a weekly <laughs> b- weekly basis for over a year. Some stores. Yeah. You
2: know. On a
1: weekly basis. For I mean like you talk about put water in the seed. It's fucking amazing. But, so
0: But that's you know, but at the same time, like we're the brand that can do that stuff. And yeah. we're the brand that wants we, to do, we that will stuff. do that stuff. We're willing to do that stuff. We're happy to do that stuff. Yep. And it's an in indi- the whole world and life in general is an industry of relationships. And it's like, we want to be the brand that stands behind the people who support us. Yeah. So, be whatever real. that means, we they they actually become our family. Even the, not a lie.
3: even the following concept on social media where it's like,
0: oh, we could just spend
3: a couple yeah, yeah. hundred dollars and get, you know, yeah. 50,000, but yeah, yeah. no. We and then want it's our, fake.
0: I want our shit to and be then real. And it's fake. We want it to all to be real. Top all to right, bottom. dirt.
1: What would the supplement industry be? This is another one from uh, Andy. Where would the supplement industry be without steroids and sauced athletes endorsing them?
2: I come to bring the Warriors together as one.
1: (laughs) Where would pro wrestling be on the same same token?
3: Uh, If there was no sauce, there would be no juice. And if there's no juice, um, I don't know. That's a really interesting question. I think that there'd still be like supplement companies because half of these sauced out athletes don't even use the supplements. They're just faces. That's true. So I would think that they would just attach the name to more of like physique guys or people that are more into like CrossFit and I don't know. Well I That's think an interesting the, question. but I, here's
0: the thing. I think if you took the juice out there'd still be some really awesome bodybuilders. Oh, it wouldn't like, be the biggest freak shows as as, as much I totally but get where Steve Reeves didn't wasn't on drugs and guys like that. Yeah. And you think like Think about all the, the great genetic freaks in the world. If they were still lifting without drugs, they'd still
1: they probably just sign like Walter Payton. Yeah, right. Or not Walter Payton. Herschel Walker right, right, who was yeah, exactly. ripped yeah, yeah. from doing push-ups yeah. and sit-ups. Thousands but dude,
3: imagine like a jacked fucking juiced out guy is yeah, yeah. walking around the expo and he can't get a sponsorship. because right. like, no, it's shunned upon. You can't. Well, right. here's what so I like, think That's though, a weird, right. that's an interesting sure. question. A lot
1: of people know it to be true that there's a lot of like juiced athletes who say they use a certain
0: supplement? What a fucking bummer it is when and you find don't. out they don't. Oh, right. oh right. I'm still, I'm oh, still, I'm still man. 15 years old. I'm yeah. still 15 years well, old when I find out I that say. the the real that the really advanced dudes uh, promote stuff they don't do. Oh,
1: I mean that sucks when yeah. anyone does that. But yeah. yeah, but I think also like, <laughs> I think like the industry would still look to the best at what they do. Of course, and because that's basically right. Like, I think there's a coincidence where like the guys who train a lot mm-hmm. become professionals and juice. It's kind of like saying like a pro baseball player is more likely to juice than like a softball league guy. Right. Like, of course, because they put the most time in, and you get to that most serious level. Right. And so that's why someone at that level is good bait. Right. Of course. For someone at an entry level, because right, they're course. thinking. If I keep going hardcore, right. I'm gonna be like sure. that. Sure. And so there'd always be that guy, but it's also natural that that person that would be willing to juice like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like the person. I I lost the thought there, no, but no, I was bringing a- there was there's something there. <laughs> the to
3: the oh, yeah. That's always. what you're trying to say. Always. No, but
1: the the the. In many ways, the best athletes in this sport would be most willing to juice. Right. Because they're professionals. They have the most on the line. They're going after it the most, putting the most time in. Like... Right. And at one point, they were taking supplements.
0: Right. Well, of course. And they're
1: going through the same flow that the the consumer is going through right. in terms of growth.
3: Right. No trend If you in keep going,
1: and if you keep taking protein and pre-workouts and all that, yeah. and you keep going to the gym, and you train your ass off, a lot of people are going to eventually...
0: Make really incredible progress and have really good physiques and all and that, and
1: then think, well, wait, I still can't compete probably right. with that guy who's right, right, juicing. Right. Of course, and take that and like that's the next it level. is a natural, right, hierarchy of, um, the professional sport. Of course,
0: well, you know, I always thought you can't like,
1: get to the top, right? Not,
0: anyway. I always said that there was like four phases of bodybuilding, right. right. Uh, actually no. I guess it would be. I guess it would be three phases of bodybuilding. Two. Okay, so the first phase of bodybuilding, in terms of like drugs and all that, right, is that you max out your natural potential. That's phase right. one, right? And then phase two is you, it's you take like testosterone. You supplement. You enhance what you could do naturally, and you take testosterone. And then phase three is. trend in the neck. Uh, growth, insulin, all those more advanced sort of. Questionable, dangerous right. supplements that, you know, um, steroid products, whatever, so, uh, performance enhancing products that, yeah. you know, with more potential side effects, more danger, that kind of take you into that freak realm. And I think the biggest problem when, when Skull's talking about the hierarchy and advancing from one to the other is the thought of the guys who skip the phases. Yeah. yeah. And they go from dude who just started lifting to phase three. Yep. Right. And like, I think that. Because I don't make a so I don't make drug a, I, I don't make a moral judgment about use of yeah. that stuff. But what I do see is I think you have to pay your dues. um and the thought of a guy who hasn't paid dues just leaping right to those drugs sort of as a magic bullet, I think that never ends well, no. right. You know what I mean? Right. And if you've ever seen a guy who, like was on juice right and was fucking mega jacked and then he came off juice and all of a sudden he looks like an average Joe. That was me. That's probably because he didn't do the other phases yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. There's guys who are like 240 fucking tanks on no drugs. Right. And then they do the, the other drugs. And yeah, maybe they're 280 tanks. But when they stop doing drugs, they aren't all of a sudden at 150. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? They're still really big muscular guys. Right. And it's because they they went through those steps.
3: Yeah. That's a good... I, I like the
0: three-step yeah. process. Definitely definitely steps. And you don't want to see anybody but, who skips phases. Last but not least, yes. Jet
1: Left shrimp or Glenn Rice. Two different players. Yes.
0: I mean, Schrempf to me is more of a post player, whereas Glenn Rice is more of a an assassin from the outside.
1: I mean, to me, Glenn Rice is yeah. definitely a better player. Okay, I'm going with as a Pacers fan, yes. Detlef Schrempf.
0: Detlef Schrempf. Early nineties. Schrempf. That's like my year And Shrimp and Schrempf on the Sonics. Yeah. I mean, nicer he was great on the nicer Allen-looking hair, but
1: for me, yeah, yeah. And his name backwards is Felted. Felted. Which? Yes. Detlef is Felted. I like little little his little hair. name seems like going. it's backwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we called them Felted. Felted. How about you? Della Shrimp for Left Shrimp. I mean, you're a Sonics fan. Exactly, so that's
0: why. Go. But Glenn Rice fucking beats Eaton Hall. Yeah, and he, he, I it, mean, Glenn I was, Rice is like a borderline. Is he in the Hall of Fame? He's like close. 1889, PJ and the uh, Eaton Hall. Glenn yeah. Rice and Ramil Robinson beat him, the motherfuckers. In that's overtime. Right, in days. overtime. Yep.
3: Lou39 commented Cardio is one of the most boring things to do in a gym, but it's necessary for cutting and getting lean. What are some alternative methods for cardio I got that one. are the most effective during a clean bulk? Tree, get, yeah, I got one. Go, go ahead, no, no. 30 ahead. pack, funnel it. Go for a jog, and then what you want to do is flip a couple tires outside, go bow hunting, and then canoe for an hour and a half. That
0: doesn't get the blood That's one idea. You stole my answer. That's what it was, right? I was going to say lift weights faster. That's good. So a lot of supersetting, a lot of circuit training where there's a cardiovascular component to the weightlifting. I think a great way to get in shape is to lift weight faster and lift weights faster. And if you look back on the Arnold era, if I think about we were just at Greg Long's gym, Mr. Long, Mr. Long doesn't believe in doing a lot of cardio before a contest because he thinks that it just depletes you to the point where you're um you start to lose muscle yeah right and the, instead what he what a guy like him or a guy like arnold and those guys back in the day was just superset super sets, supersets super mm-hmm. where you're huffing and you're puffing while you're training and uh muscles are burning and you do like uh antagonist muscles you know uh you do back with chest you do buys and tries oh, yeah. you do you know hams and quads together you do whatever and uh that sort of training where the one muscle's resting and you're pushing training and the other muscle.
1: can i can I offer the? Uh, Please do. I got. I got a real comment. after the most popular done. answer that anyone's going to give you. No, give it. Cardio is not boring. I agree. A lot of people say that they hate cardio yeah. and all that. And here's what I'd say is boring: cardio is boring the same way doing the same weight on the bench would mm-hmm. be boring if you did it for a thousand right. reps. If you don't challenge yourself. It's monotonous. Right. Change it up. If you're going to run on the treadmill, change the pace you're running at. Get off the treadmill to go to the stair climber. You know what I mean? Move things around just like you would if you were doing chest day. You wouldn't just bench the same weight. And do fifty reps, fifty reps, fifty reps.
0: I found reps. there to be like a strangely spiritual aspect to like cardio, especially Euphoric. like early morning, car- early more. But like early morning cardio with vice in your veins, yes. listening to music, takes yes. like you'll fucking you'll totally carve, zone you'll out. You'll carve into some depths yeah. of your soul, yeah, yeah for sure. You'll Definitely, I you'll find zone it out the like- right music, get a little caffeine in the veins, ideally vice, and uh, you know, I, I that kind of warm up maybe before you lift or whatever, if you can find the time to do it and just get the blood flow in that way and to kind of be alone with your thoughts and whatnot. I don't find that boring at all. I it like can it. Be, it's as it's meditative. meditative as you make it. Yeah, it I,
1: agree. I definitely agree it can be monotonous and it could be completely boring, right. but that's only if you let it right. stay boring.
0: Right.
3: I agree with you. Go to different machines. You don't have to do cardio on the fucking Stairmaster for 40 minutes. Go yeah. there for 20. Go there for 20. Maybe listen to some different music. Like when I listen to trance music, I'm gone. And then when the beat kicks in, I go harder and harder and harder. Just for, Just for cardio. It's something trans? that makes me spiritual. I would say. Atlas. I would okay. say,
0: um, yeah, and lift, uh, just lift weights faster. Yep. Or play basketball. Circuit training. Racquetball. Circuit training, though. Like, if you want to create musc- better muscular condition, get your cardiovascular conditioning in a better place, um, get in a better shape, supersets and all that kind of stuff where you're huffing and puffing while you're lifting weights, that'll do it. Yeah. Taking vices as we speak. Hey, I hear it being made over there. Swola. Okay. Swola. Yeah line.
1: Let's see what we got here. Not this next question is for Travis. Oof,
3: and it is it's a very personal contestant question. number one. Cabrera. Oh god. Underscore four one nine. Bring it, Cabrera. I'm in. What up, Gabriel? What up, bro?
1: Are all Q tips created?
3: Toledo in the house. Are all Q tips created? Which equal? brand
1: reigns supreme?
3: Well, first off, if you're a ear fucker like me, you should know that the Q tip brand is the best Q tip in the entire world. They have flimsy ones that you can get at Walgreens that have the green little stem. You don't want those. Those are too thin. But sometimes those get deep. And then they have the baby-proof ones that are a little bit thicker
0: on the actual cotton swab. They're better on the girth. Those don't go deep enough. They're better on the girth, but not so much on the length. Well, really, no know, one
1: under the age of eight should should engage in ear fucking no, no, just as a
0: disclaimer no. and <laughs> I, I would also say that uh can i can I share? yes, can I share with you yes, okay, I want people I, to get I on the bo- so, and get on board now, i I use a q tip after I shower yes sometimes I'm nude, okay I, well I just got out of the shower I do, but uh in cleaning my ears, right, I have found there to be a far superior q tip is the one with the like firm. Uh, Cardboard Yes In the middle As opposed to the plastic ones Very important And I feel like you could hurt yourself With the plastic ones
3: It's like the green translucent You could
0: definitely hurt yourself
3: You can You can go deep But another another key is You gotta wet the tip with your tongue See that But if you get out of the shower That adds
0: Yeah see that's it That's when I do it (laughs) After the shower (laughs) It adds a layer of sensuality to it When I see you Suck the end of the Q-tips. It's a bit much. Fun. And if
3: you're not if you're not breathing heavily
0: while you're doing it, you're <laughs> uh, not deep enough. I wish the dirtiest thing you need <laughs> I would just uh, I would just take a shower and then use the Q-tip. You don't then you don't have to uh, lube it up yourself. Uh,
2: um, pivoting from that
1: to yes. something less yes. serious. Yes. 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 Like when life has a way of getting you down from time to time, what makes you get up and grind?
0: Hmm. I mean, like, you know, what one you thing you
3: have to live for, man, what do you got to live for? You know, your friends, your family, your legacy, making the world a better place, hitting the fucking iron, hitting the vice. It's a great answer. You got to look at the positives in life. You can't look at the negatives. There's a, so much life happens to all of us, right? So whatever you do, just always have a positive outlook and just try to stay on the right track. And just fucking be happy, man. Life's short.
1: That's a great answer.
0: It is great. The only thing I was going to say is just the thought that, like, uh, guys like Gabe hold me accountable. So, like, if I think that um, Mm -hmm. I would be letting him down and lowering my standard, maybe lowering his opinion of what he thinks that I would do or how I would handle the situation, guys like him hold me accountable in that way so like when people say like oh hey man you know whatever something you did or whatever it inspired me I sit there and think man like that is such a two-way street because the thought that um, if you're gonna try to lead by example that you would be letting someone who's looking to you as an example down that to me is a huge motivator
1: yeah I mean I agree with both sentiments absolutely Um, for me you know I battled depression at times in my life too and it's passed but I found that it mostly passes when I do something to address it. Yeah. Of course. Like uh, do something is like a motto yeah. that means a lot to me and yep. it's like you could stress yourself into a into a hole, you oh. can worry yourself, you can be depressed, you can be down, yep. you can feel out of it like just the simple action of like taking an inch an, a tiny step forward is always going in the right direction and it always leads towards things being better you know like it doesn't matter what. like you're feeling like you could be in better shape like eat a little bit better of a meal you know you feel like you're out of shape you could beat yourself up and not you know and think like oh my god i'm never going to get yourself, in shape right. you're always two workouts away from feeling like you're on the right path again yep. and you're headed you're not going to fix everything uh, in a you know, you can't do a year's worth of workouts in a day, right. but you can start you can go in the right direction And that first step always feels Awesome because what it is you remind yourself that you have the power You have the ability to con- impact your life.
2: Yeah,
1: it's not just all random things happening to you It can also be you happening to your life you exerting your will on your situation mm-hmm. So that's what I've always found. Like anytime I've been like sluggish or feeling down, like my automatic thought is like, do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't wallow in it. Don't, um, you will beat yourself up over it. Like you have, a, you could have a bad week. You could go drinking all weekend and have bad meals and everything. And it's Monday morning. You're like, fuck man, I was a real piece of shit this weekend. All right. So go do something about it. Yep. That's it. You know, um, you're always one step in the right direction the away next from one. going to where you need to go. It's always so. the next effort. That's the it.
0: The next worthwhile ex- effort. And, you know, the other thing, too, man, is the idea that, like, um, you know, you're a role model for a lot of people. You're the extension of a legacy of a lot of people, you know. I don't have to think very long. I can think of myself at 15 years old and the standards I had for my life. And if I'm letting that kid down, then I'm fucking up. And I got work yep. to do. I got my dad who I lost. Like, he had incredible expectations for me in my life. So it's like if I'm not striving to live to those standards every day, then I'm fucking up. I have daughters at all home right. who are looking at me for leadership, who are looking for me to set a standard. I want them to always be proud of their dad. So it's like if I'm le- if I'm not <clears throat> living up to that, then I'm letting them down. That's all, right. all I need. I meditate on that for a second, and I'm straight. Yep. yep. Fuck yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Fuck yeah. That was fucking deep, Gabe. Fuck, Hell man. yeah, Gabe.
1: Fuck, I, I want to go fucking do something right now, <laughs> god damn it. All
0: right, Foodcast, he's asking. Oh. What's the best main course dish? Oh. 25 Blue claw crabs with Old Bay. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs>
1: Better than a perfectly seasoned and cooked medium well, medium rare steak ribeye, mm. and potatoes.
2: Mm. I mean, I'm
1: throwing inside dishes. A he rare, didn't ask that. A rare
0: steak, a rare steak and perfectly potatoes. seasoned. But there's a million, there's too many directions I could go in. Yeah, know. an amazing steak, a fucking lobster roll sandwich. It's gotta be more specific, fucking, Gabe. Come on, Mom, tacos, tacos, tacos? tacos Yo, fucking I amazing tell you. tacos found a ravioli al dente ravioli and really good sauce you do love ravioli oh my god and all of its cousins across ethnicities yes
1: yes the pouch (laughs) the (laughs) dumpling of all of all regions (laughs)
0: the the dough found a disgusting
1: legit italian spot (laughs) a legit italian spot like right across the street from where like like walk walk a block right we're like all right we're just gonna go there we've never been there we're in a new neighborhood we're just gonna go there it's easy yep go in I said to the guy, "I'm like, by the way, are there any specials?" And the guy's like, "Old guy, all the waiters there. I notice they're like seventy-two year, old, two years old, right?" Okay. And the guy's like, "We haven't changed the menu in fifty years." Wow. Like, he well, said, "Get all out!" Right. <laughs> right. Uh, what in the hell? Uh, man, a that was like perfect, like so good, and just like I do, I got chicken parm with spaghetti wow. and side of meatballs. Wow. And it was just such perfect gravy wow. and everything, like just. Oh. Like it's not like they put like pancetta and you yeah, know what yeah, I mean like, sure, sure. Just, no no traditional I'm traditional right. Get in my belly. executed yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be eating more it, like rekindled my love for my Italian native food. cuisine yeah, like which I've had so much of that I just don't go right out to of course eat it of course
0: lot. yeah yeah no me neither me yeah, but now and, I'm like but well, me neither but at its best there's nothing better it's so good yeah. so
1: that's on my mind doesn't answer this question I'm not fat I'm big
0: bone that's true.
1: I would have to say something like that, man. Like just Beefcake. Beef perfectly cake. executed regional cuisine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I know that's very vague, but yeah, yeah. you know. We had some Cuban food for lunch today. It's like
0: we had Tony Luke's this past week.
1: Tony Luke's. Is that a region? I guess that's a Philadelphia yeah, region. Sure. Yeah. Americana. Yep. So what say you? Dirt? Favorite dish? I love Crabbs. crabs.
0: Crabbs? That's a good one.
1: You gotta pick one.
0: I like the work involved. Oh, it's a fucking struggle, man. It's or it's just it's just about enjoyment, right? It's not about any of the functionality or my bodybuilding goals or any of that stuff. No,
1: nothing, dude. Okay. It's like your final meal, and you only have to pick a main dish. Yeah, probably. I got
0: too much fixins in my blizzard. A blizzard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say probably like uh, yeah, like probably like ravioli with like really traditional uh, spaghetti sauce, mm. like a really awesome <laughs> sauce or gravy, whatever you call that it, sounds good. and like sausage and meatballs. That sounds so I like good. ravioli and sausage- all of its cousins across ethnicities. <laughs> yes. One of my great my great quotes ever: uh, the sausage and meatballs made in the sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, the in the sauce. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where the mm-hmm. sauce oh yeah, yeah, no, of course, yeah, of course. cook it, cook it, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 So basically, sauce.
0: Yes. Exactly. yeah All
1: right. You we sidetracked us a lot. In an old bowl, <laughs> in an old pot that's is someone's grandmother's pot. Is what? I yes, it, yeah. exactly. The old pot with the, with the love. just yes. Caked. in Oh, the speaking of which.
0: Speaking of which, all right, because I have a I have an incredible chef at home. Who's right. half Cuban and half Jewish? Okay? Yeah, uh, I have an incredible mom who's a chef. But I did see something. I saw your sister posted on Facebook a pot. Yes. Right. She was making sauce and stuff in a pot. Yes. And is that the, your grandmother's recipe?
1: Oh, um, I mean, clearly influenced by. Yes. Okay. Because um, I want the grandmother's recipe. What was
0: that?
3: What do you say? I didn't see it. it was, I don't know if I just, saw it. Was, it, just,
0: it, was, it was like a, it was like literally I like it was yes. literally an old school pot. Yeah. And it had. Sauce and like oh, yeah, meatballs no, that and, and, been... and yeah yeah oh it was pa- passed yeah. down from generations yes. and what I'm wondering is there a recipe and if there's a recipe can I am I close enough to you guys to get the recipe that's what I want to know. I
1: man, I, <laughs> I can ask. All right, I, my sister is a really good cook and tastes her gravy tastes a lot like my grandma's. Wow. Okay. So it's a it's it I'm actually impressed. I would have said it would be impossible right. to approach it. Right, but my sister's. Pretty much there.
0: I come from I come from good stock in terms of the cooking women in my life. But I'll say, I just saw it and I'm like, I want to know what the recipe it's a is because it might be that authentic.
1: Yes, no, that's the real deal. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I see it. That's real a top. Deal. It's a top I see you, five Gabe.
1: Jordan retros of all time. This is specifically for Greg.
0: All right. Number one is the Jordan three black and cement. I think it's number number one. Okay. okay. Number two is the Jordan. You're going colorway too. Yes. You're number, not even yeah, just doing. Yes. On. Okay. Number one is the Jordan one. Okay. The the OG one, the red, white, and black yep. that they call Chicago. Yeah. These kids with their fucking names for everything. Yeah. Uh, number three, I would say the Jordan Two. Jordan Two. Um, yeah, the colors. I don't know. The w- the white with a little bit of red, or the white with the black with and the, the red. The black. They're amazing. They're so brand. Italian looking. Yeah. They look like something Gucci or Fendi or something. <laughs> like a Porsche They're fucking uh, snug though. They're made yeah. super narrow in a way no other Jordan is, and I have a couple pair, and I can't wear them. Wow. They're like one of my favorite shoes ever, and I can't wear them because if I wear them for an hour, my feet Interesting. hurt. I don't have really wide feet. I might feet. have to
1: rethink a purchase. Yeah. I don't
0: have really wide feet or anything like that either. Yeah. But for something about how they're constructed, they're super narrow, like right around the like the, the ball of your yeah. foot. Mm. Um, and it's it, we when we went to L.A., I wore them in L.A. that one day with the picture with the fucking tacos on the ground. Yep, Yeah. And by the end of the day, my feet were fucking shot from wearing them. Uh, so if that was like choo- choosing, choosing fashion over function. Yeah. Four, I would say probably the Jordan 4, the black um, that I'm wearing right now. Yeah, I uh, love ooh, those. Ooh, there you go. And number
2: five.
0: Number five, I'm going to say the Jordan 6 Carmine, which is the Jordan with the, with the, uh, with the two windows in the tongue. You know the two yep, windows in yeah, a tongue. Yeah, 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 two yeah. windows in the tongue. I'm just gonna, I, cause you could say there's different colors of the, like the black and red Jordan ones, the black and blue Jordan ones. Those are both fucking epic, yeah, all-time wonders. sneakers. But I'm just gonna pick a, I'm gonna pick a different number for each one of these. So I'll say my last one is the, the red and white Jordan six. Nice. Those are my the top five. Thing is, is nice. your final answer... Probably not. If I change it, yeah. if you ask me again, I probably change he's it all. Gonna, over. He's gonna be
1: Genius. just, yeah. I guarantee he's gonna be driving home. We're yeah. gonna get a text like,
0: fuck, fuck. man, I forgot the
1: bread. <laughs> we, gotta we gotta edit it. it. <laughs> we gotta edit it. <laughs> can, we, can we redo the whole thing from the beginning? New questions.
0: Ah, right. uh, that was a lot of questions there. Is that it? No. no we
1: got a couple more coming. Just a couple okay. more, but this is a power cast. This yep. is what we do. Yep. Okay. One of the most unexpected challenges we've had. We've kind of talked about that a little That's bit. That's Joey Scola right there, the entrepreneur. Brand, he I, knows quite a bit about successful yes, branding. He does. Wise Ape Co., crushing yep, it.
0: Yep, crushing it. Filmmaker, artist, good bro. Yes. That yep.
3: orange stream cycle.
0: Yep, yep. Mm, unexpected challenges.
1: I think we talked about it.
0: Like We did cover that, largely. Hmm. Um. I mean yeah overcome with launching and building the geco brand. I would say, uh, just the frustration in building something of incredible consequence and weight and substance, and uh, you know, not being able to reach as many people as you'd like to. That's really what it is. I want five billion people to know about this brand, you mm-hmm. know, and
1: you really work for every exactly. single
0: one. exactly. yeah, so you really have to earn every person, you know, every missionary who comes on board it has to be earned, especially with the startup. Um, yeah, you know, but I do believe that if you build it, they will come.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll give spend you the one. time no, every spend about. the time
0: working every day, and eventually you it, spend the time working every day and doing really quality work, and eventually people will come to you. And I tell myself that every day because I want us to be ten times the size we are. I wouldn't say it's
1: unexpected, but yeah. there's definitely a large segment of people yes. who just want a pre-workout that makes them feel like shit, yeah. so that they <laughs> think it's working. Man,
0: ain't that the truth?
1: And supplement stores who. Is keep their lights on. Yep. And you know what? I understand. Of course. They
2: got a business to run. They
1: keep their lights on selling products that do that to people.
0: I've been told by a guy that's what I respect. Want. Yeah, what, tell By the a guy I respect, I was told, Greg, I sell crack here. That is like. A guy who I respect said that. Like the mentality yeah. is
2: like. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the guy, see what I'm going to do is, he's like, yeah, I'll try your pre-workout, see what I'm going to do is, I'm going to load up a bucket of bang, Oh God. put your pre-workout in it, pour some kerosene on top, light it on fire, I'm going to start hammering razor blades into my taint, (laughs) then I'm going to snort, I'm going to snort the bucket. Jesus Christ. Then I'll let you know what I think of your pre-workout. That's <laughs> like, so accurate. <laughs> like that. well, I think that's <laughs> what he said. I, think I, like, I might have watered it down. Uh, like, so you meet people are like, wait a minute. So if I'm not crying in pain at 3 a.m., yeah. how do I know the pre-workout did its job? Yeah.
0: Right. You know, I say it to people all the time. I'm like, look, you know, people will tell me uh, that they, uh, they take their pre-workout and then they're grinding their teeth or cold sweating. I'm like, no, thanks, bro. No. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. No, thanks. Yeah. That's not what I'm looking for. You know, we made vice with the idea in mind of enhancing what's awesome about training. That's it. Like, that's the whole goal, right? Well, Power you through your day. Well, you th- I,
1: not to make this vent on yeah, thing, yeah. but no, there's no. also like the, well, what about the clinical dosages of the right. ingredients, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I mean, the you know, blah, blah,
0: blah. I get it. Like, you know, there's a lot of guys out there who are, you know... Uh, just real supplement junkies to the extent that they do so much research on this stuff and you know they they really care about the clinical studies and stuff but ultimately like if ever there was a, a product where synergy matters ingredients working together yes. at a common, in a common, for a common cause it's a pre-workout right and it's like the idea that uh, that you need like clinical dosages of every single every ingredient, ingredient that's in it, right. it's crazy that's, the idea is that they, they're all working together to create a common they're all working together for a common goal and that common goal is to enhance your workout and the feeling of your workout and that should be you know focus power um the pump endurance those feelings if if, if that's what your pre-workout needs to help with just general energy a feeling of euphoria feeling good feeling up as opposed to down or cracked out or on edge at the end of the day it's the pump for me i don't leave unless the
3: pump's there of course. And that should yeah. help. Of course.
0: That's the thing. That's the thing. Like we wanted to create a product that, last that, it, rep that you know And create a create a product that enhances all of the things that are great about training. That was the goal with Vice. Is it, but it's not gonna it's not going to make you feel cracked out or on edge and if that's what you're used to and that's the thing too. I think it's a generational thing, right? Where I noticed that Vice does incredibly well with guys who've used a lot of products. And kind of know what they yes. want out of their training, yes. and then it also does well with people who are first dipping their toe in the pre-workout market, right? Because it doesn't, it, it doesn't. You don't feel like you got hit over the head with a shovel when you take it, yeah. right? It just makes you feel up and alert and, and optimal, right? Exactly. It optimizes the training experience. Right. That's the whole idea. Um, but the, but the, the one challenge is the idea of like this kid who's in a certain demographic who all he knows is 500 milligrams of caffeine and amphetamine analogs. Yeah. And if that's the only feeling you're used to, and if you feel like you can't work out without that feeling, then it's a lot to overcome to understand how vice is better for you.
1: What do you say? To, it's like, what do you say to someone who's like, you know, try the pre-workout and I don't know. I don't feel like shit today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. um... Exactly. That's the, I, you know, like, not, again, this isn't something, like, we didn't necessarily no, no. know. Yeah, of course. It's not like we were naive to this at yeah, all. Yeah. Like, we were in the world. Yep. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, we don't want to, just because that kid might like that kind of product, we don't want to make that kind right. of product for that kid to continue to suffer these side effects and, yep. like, after six months of using it, yep. it's going to be, like, much less healthy.
0: Yes, <laughs> right. And the idea that, you know, you create this unhealthy dependence uh, yeah. on some of these ingredients you know I've heard terrible things I've heard about people in recovery mm-hmm. using some of these pre-workouts teeth grinding yeah because they're getting anxious a, because it's a, a argumentative <laughs> getting a drug <laughs> a drug like high from some of these ingredients it's like dude that's not what we're trying to fucking do here you know not what we're going for
1: alright top 5 pro wrestlers dirt
3: holy shit this is a a tough uh you don't have
1: to rank them just
3: give me some some locks ultimate warrior ok Big Hall
0: guy. Okay. Hall or Nash? Both. Okay. They're both in there. Okay. Um Oh, you're a big hall guy, that's what you're saying. Okay, all right. So I'm Ultimate big, Warrior I'm and big Scott hall. hall.
3: Okay. Shit, dude. I can't even think right now. It's all um, good. who else? It's it's tough, man.
1: Alright, we'll go to Greg. Okay. We'll come back.
0: Put me on the spot here.
1: I know this is that's the idea. Bret Hart. Okay.
0: Macho man. Okay. Hogan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nash. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Doink I mean, the clown. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna overlook a bunch of people that I, I fucking love, but I oh, guess that's really Flair. That's my five. Mm. Flair's a good one. Flair, Hogan, Nash, Macho Man, and Bret Hart. I tried to be it's different, but I couldn't. That's why I couldn't
1: five. Awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh Hollywood Hogan.
0: Okay. Whoa. Specifically. Alright, well when I said Hogan I meant no, both. No. Well
1: th- both Hogan. Well hold on, I'm gonna tell you my okay. second one. Hulk Hogan. Okay. <laughs>
0: Those are two of my yeah, favorite. Okay, that's fair. Without a doubt. It's good. Um good answer.
1: Beyond that, I gotta put Macho man. Yep. This is like very serious to me. It's serious. It's like that's like name serious. your name your child. I know. Well, science. I'd name them. Um, I mean Okay, I'll throw one out there that um was a little different, but I was a big fan of Roddy Piper.
3: Okay. Roddy, Roddy. Good one.
1: Yes. I loved his fucking he you yep. know what was cool about him was like he seemed like a dude who just happened to wrestle. Yeah, sure. Like a lot of the other guys were like I'm very smart. Yeah, I he, felt
0: Chris Jericho was like that, too. Chris yeah. Jericho seemed like he was, like, s- Piper very seemed like he just, guy. like,
1: hopped, out of a, hopped off a bar stool and was right, like, right, I'm yeah, going to yeah. kick some ass. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, so that's... But I always
0: got the vibe that, Piper, that uh, Piper was really a smart dude, too. Yeah. Didn't you get that?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And then I got to pick one more. Mmm. God, I'm tempted to go, like, really old school, but... Okay. Oh, here we go. Here's my fifth, uh, the Million Dollar Man, Ted Ooh, DiBiase. Ooh, that's a good
0: one. Ted DiBiase. I. The thing uh-huh.
1: about him is that he to me, was Wild always. Wild card. Yes, he was always the. A an ingredient, when the both wrestling entities yeah. were at their peak he was involved yeah, yeah. he introduced the this element to it of yeah, greed yeah, yeah, yeah. and of all the stuff that like anybody uh, can
0: be bought flipping sides yes yeah, like right, sure. where
1: it was like all of a sudden you had to worry about like who could be yeah, contaminated yeah, yeah, yeah. by this virus yeah, yeah. and it totally was like an, an awesome ingredient to any like storyline yeah. going on you know so i uh, i put him in and not he was not a great wrestler at all but just like I remember NWO, he came in and he was, yeah, like, yeah, putting money down yeah, and dudes were, like, flipping yeah, sides and everything. Yeah, like, that, to me, was, like, the peak of wrestling, yeah, actually, yeah, was of that course. era. So Yo,
0: absolutely. Dude, you know, even
1: more so than the in the in the 80s and 90s, I loved that WCW, oh, no Hollywood doubt. Hogan, no doubt. It Million came back, Dollar Man It came back even better. Outside. Yeah, it was, it like, because it had better. all the old school shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were, like, new guys mixed yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And it was both. The all stars from WWF and WCW yep. were like combined in the one.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm like, I left Steiner, Scott Steiner oh, I mean, out. A lot, I left dude. Scott Hall out. Yeah. I left Sting yeah. out. No, dude, huge you know?
3: guys. Chris
0: Benoit. Oh, dude, that's fucking uh. horrible. Chris uh, Benoit, Benoit, Benoit should Hart be on that list. Yeah. But, you know, if we're not for the horrible Mr. tragedies Perfect, of his Kurt life. Curt Henning. Kurt Hennig is a great, great, great list. Rick yeah. Rude. Uh, I thought of him,
1: you know? yeah. Big uh, Jake the Snake. I liked him that Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ricky we're the, the Dragon Steamboat. Yes, up. yes.
0: Um, there's definitely guys, you know, like there's guys who didn't get enough love um, from that. Because you know what? In that era where Goldberg. like. it Well, right. In that era where like uh, WCW started to lose its way a little bit. After Goldberg. Right, Brings, or, right. Or Pete Hogan. Right. Yeah. It started to lose its way a little bit yeah. after that. But like, the but there were guys who were holding like Goldberg, Booker T. Mm
2: hmm. Ben, Steiners, Benoit, Benoit,
0: Jericho, Scott Steiner, Jeff Jarrett. All those guys, it was still pretty good for a yeah. little while.
3: Jericho yeah, yeah, was yeah. big after, like, he was big when wrestling was, like, on the come down. Yeah. Andre the Giant. Yeah,
0: Andre the Giant, of Ted course. Ted legend. There
2: you go.
0: I liked the fucking British Bulldogs, Davey Boy awesome. Smith and the Dynamite Kid. Yep. Oh, um, Heart Foundation. Who's the Barber Beefcake? Did who's we say? the Barber Beefcake, who's yeah. also the disciple. Yeah. Remember when he came back as the he disciple? Did. I don't know. I feel like I'm forgetting, guys, but that's off the top of the dome.
1: All right, so that
0: is um, user-generated, fam We got another comment here, Uh-oh. but I
1: don't know what it. It just says landmines.
0: I saw that there was a comment where it looked like a guy's list of their top five, and my response. Hold on, I got a response for him. Uh, he, his, his. I think his was a response to Skojo's top five yes. wrestlers: yes. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, yes, Shinsuke, Kevin Owens, and The Miz. And all I was wondering was, I never heard of those chicks. Who are they? <laughs>
3: Wait, but that's new age.
1: Hold songs, I think I know the. Miz I'm assuming is a he forgot, like, like
0: I said. So
1: he, I'm assuming he forgot the question mark for landmines. So dirt. I have a question for you. Okay.
3: Landmines. It's a touchy subject. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and on that note, Durvalon.
2: Wow! Did you
1: absolutely crush that answer, dude? Wow! I did not see that. That was pretty. I'm impressed.
0: I am impressed. Walk away. I'm walk away away from that (laughs) one right right now. Mic drop.
1: All right, we're gonna have to pick a winner. Are we gonna announce it in this squadcast? I think we should. I think that's how we're going to find out. We're gonna post the squadcast, and you're gonna get all the way to this point, guys.
0: Yep. It's tough. Who's whose list do we spend the most time on? That's probably who should win. Oh, Here's yeah. what I think. No, okay. I'm
1: picking. I'm gonna I'm gonna make an argument here. Okay. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna go with. Oh, we're gonna vote, and let's see. Maybe we can get a thing. Okay. Here. I'm going with Gabe Cabrera. Okay.
0: Yep.
1: Because he asked a Q tips question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Showing that he's listened to Squadcast. Yep. I mm. think his question about life getting you down. Yep. Probed the deepest recesses of yes, our minds
0: it definitely probed me top pretty.
1: five jordans yep. and foodcast yep. i mean like if that isn't the well
0: that's somebody who's really listened to the cast the gamut the, of yes. of our wheelhouse yes
1: right there so i think that's really representative although there's some really good <clears throat> some i
0: know really my good answer here. i was expecting some john Greaves questions in here we didn't get on well, no, well you know be, he must be away look some the, people
1: uh, uh you know have yeah, jobs that's true What's up the, with the Live. rest of you
0: slackers? Yep, that's right.
3: <laughs> My pick is Andy Cedar because he came okay. out with the, the birth of G-Code, mm. the challenges. Mm. Yeah. A interesting question that was very hard to answer about steroids.
1: One of your favorite topics. And then steroids. the
3: basketball, rice or that left shrimp. Oh,
2: that
0: is a pretty good one. That so is God, a good that's, one. That's solid. All right, G. Tiebreaker. God, well, I would, yeah. I'm the tiebreaker. All right, so I like. Uh, oh, we didn't.
1: Uh, there's one question we didn't answer. Okay. And I think we should answer it. Okay. Favorite exercise, Greg.
0: Oh, favorite exercise. A long time ago, it was the bench press. Pull over. Now it's the squat. The squat.
3: Yep. Favorite exercise. Lying leg curl.
1: Lying leg.
0: Curl. Nah, the fucking deadlift, man. Yeah, Danny deadlift over there. I like lying leg curls too, though. It's fun. I mean, I like training in arms and all that stuff and all that fun stuff. I love benching, but my shoulder's been hurting me. But I think squatting. Yeah. I think I just like how I feel after I squat. You got a good squat, you know? Good form. Oh, thank you. Scoll? It's one of the nicest things you've
3: ever said to me. It's true, though.
0: Rows. Okay. Yeah, Scoll blast back. Any wow. kind of rows.
1: Yeah. I love back day. I look forward to it. And I just go into the gym and I'm like, I'm going to row the fucking shit out of myself. I fucking love it. Yeah, I Dumb see that. I can
0: tell that you live that. I see that when you... uh. When you train, I noticed that lots of rows. I see you do blast in the dumbbell rows. The thing about the squat, too, I like about it is that, like, if you were ever in a bind and you didn't have much time, like, if you just get in 10 sets of squats, you're pretty fucked up. And it's, like, it's rare that you can just pick one exercise and, like, you could just get a whole workout out of a single exercise, and that's one of them that really does it. Obviously, deadlift, too. And in all honesty, if you bench really hard and heavy, it hits your chest, your back. I mean, chest, your shoulders, your triceps, all that. But I'll go with squats.
1: All right, so we're going to announce the winner now, but here's what we got to do. Then we got to follow up with one minute of not announcing who the winner is. Because I know they're going to skip all the way to the end Uh, and think they're going to find out. So we're not going to do that. So, G, what say ye?
0: My tiebreaker, I'm going to go with Gabe Cabrera. All right. Because I liked the uh, range of his questions, even though Andy Cedars were awesome. Hooligans were awesome. Joey Skolas were awesome. They're all really good questions. Yeah, they're
1: awesome, man. Um, And we're going
0: to do this again. Yes, we'll absolutely do this again. We hope these same guys will contribute. And uh, somebody will also win a prize the next time uh, for uh, whoever was the best contributor to the fam cast.
1: Yes. All right, so uh, I'm going to go out to eat some kind of shit right now. God bless you. What's the dirtiest thing you've eaten? Dirtiest oh. thing I've eaten.
0: All right, the dirtiest thing I've eaten was when we were in Philly, and I had an incredible cheesesteak and a half.
1: Oh man, that's uh, got to be it.
0: At, at Tony Luke's, but then oh. I was incredibly let down later on by just an overstuffed, massive cheesesteak. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shout out who it was. I'm not gonna shit on another, another business. You didn't like the quality
1: or just the size.
0: It was here's the thing it was an 18 inch cheesesteak that was overstuffed. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the no, photo dude, of like, you. No, you like no why? It was exce- it was, was excessive in a way dude I was I I'm I have an appetite, a manly yeah. appetite. I was surrounded by men who I've seen destroy oh. massive amounts of food. Nobody could finish that fucking yeah, thing. And Sarah and then food like, was poisonous. and food was wasted. It yeah. was wasted. And, yeah, and it it really food me. is wasted, I never it do it but so I was much. like
1: I could feel like absolute shit for yep. like a week yep. or I could not eat Yep. The other 40% of this cheesesteak. Because, no lie, it was six. It was at least the equivalent of the che- six cheesesteaks in terms of meat. Yeah, no lie. In lying. an 18-inch six. roll.
3: Like, Six. A wow, like wow, wow sandwiches Six It was those?
1: wider than our stash box
0: shaker cup <laughs> Yes All the way around About 18 inches long
1: I'm like what the fuck am I doing Like, with
0: this? like you know what we should have done We should have gotten those and split them No I know then we would have been didn't straight know. There's like, no way to know until afterwards
1: Look a lot of times If I go to a cheesesteak place yeah. They're like you want a smaller or large yeah. And I think to myself A large is going to be a lot But I'm going to eat yeah, it Yeah of course you know, yeah, and a small is going to be too much. Because to when be you
3: pissed. say small, they're right. like,
0: 100%. so
1: I'd rather get the large. I'm just going to eat the extra 10% that I don't really need, but I'll eat it.
0: And I had the roast pork from the Knicks. Yes. And nice. uh, the Reading Terminal Market. I had that, which is supposed to be the best in the world. And I think Tony Lou's roast pork was better. Mm. And Serafin ate both, and I, I, you got to ask him his opinion. But the Knicks is supposed to be the best, sa- what well, was called one of the best sandwiches in the world. I heard about The roast that. pork sandwich. And don't get me wrong, it was incredible. But, but I kind of feel like the Tony Luke's roast pork with the sharp provolone was yes, better. Totally Tony
1: underrated. Luke's. And yeah, most and people I, think Tony Luke's is
0: overrated they just feel like because it's they've so, been franchised. Right, they feel like it's sold out Bullshit. and it's not Bullshit, go good to anymore. that Tony Luke's. Dude, the Tony Luke's Tony... under the Wall Women Bridge can never go wrong. You can no, ne- I've never gotten incredible. a bad thing there, ever. It hasn't changed a bit. Nope. And people are haters. Keeps it real. People are fucking haters. Everybody's got their, their specialty spot. Blah blah blah. And they would have told me that that place we went on Saturday night was going to be better than Tony Luke's. And guess what? Not even close. They didn't hold a candle.
1: Word. All right. And so. I got
0: I got Cool House ice cream too. Ooh. Oh. And all I thought about was going Easy How when was I got it? it last time. I told you about Big Gay ice cream. This time, Cool House. How was the house good? It was really good. It was incredible. Yeah. I got the little. I got the pints. I yeah. Got two pints. One was like. Chocolate molten lava cake, mm. and one was campfire s'mores. Oh, oh come
1: on now, God.
0: come yeah. on now. Both, both awesome,
1: All both right. awesome. It's time.
0: It's time. Peace. All right. See, they didn't talk about anything dirty. They ate and.
1: Well, I ate the same cheesecake okay. as you, so, so that's a why. Tie. why right.
0: I was
3: in Montreal. Okay, yeah. And uh, oh, I had, had really supporting. good food. Okay. But the dirtiest thing was the poutine.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. The cheese fries curd, with the good. gravy, the cheese But curd. good, though? Dirty but awesome? Or I'm dirty not, but not awesome? I'm not, not
3: big on, like, the poutine. I'm not, like, cheese fries. Okay. But it was fucking dirty. And it was a lot. Was it good? And it was fucking good. Well, growing it up, like, I better. used
0: to have, like, just fries. Like, I didn't even know. I never heard of disco fries in my life. Yeah. And, uh, pizza fries, any of that stuff. And poutine is just something I heard about when I had, like, Canadian friends. Yeah. But, uh, like, fries with gravy is not... not Spaghetti sauce, a but Jersey gravy, like uh, brown gravy. Yeah, it's fucking good. It's really oh, good. yeah, yeah, really good. It was oh, yeah. good. A side man. dish, it's
1: like mashed potatoes. It was, was a drunken night, so fried. I was just like,
0: I'm <sharp> scarf <sharp> <sharp> it down. It's yeah, almost
1: like a potato that was fried in gravy. Yeah, almost. Imagine it's
0: almost exactly that. Yeah, but I gotta get poutine someday, so
1: nice.
0: Yeah, I gotta get it. It's on the list. A
1: two hour cast. Wow.
0: Wow, that's things, thanks to the audience. Thanks yes. to the audience, the fam cast.
3: And is that it? We're
0: Our boys.
1: A, that's it. We're out. Peace. Uh-huh.
2: Peace. Peace.